Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you're listening to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, P-P-P, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel Hey, you listen on the SMS network, and that's the bottom line. The gold, gold, let's go. The world is listening. You are tuned in to Sunday Night Showdown. Your home for live pay-per-view coverage of the WWE with your hosts, Harmony. Boom Boom Sexy. <laughs> the Great White, Mark the Shark DiCarlo. There's no reason we need to be shackled by the strictures of the employee-employer relationship. Unless, of course, you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> in which case, I got some shackles in the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, I've got... The Outlaw of the IWC, The Trade Dog. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! And... Money on the mic, JJ... I'm your huckleberry. I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Sexy. And the showdown begins... Now. You've worked hard all your life, but then you get injured by a table, ladder, or chair. It's all too common. Hi, I'm WWE superstar and high-powered attorney, David Otunga. If someone you know has been wronged by a table, ladder, or a steel chair, you need to come see me at WWE TLC, Tables, Ladders, and <laughs> <Hot> Chairs. <laughs> I'm making you go away. Such
All right, guys, good evening and welcome to another edition of Sunday Night Showdown right here on the SNS Radio Network. As always, I am Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sex A, and I'm bringing it live via the heart of the Rocky Mountains, ladies and gentlemen. Did you say heart? I did say heart. Oh, okay. Go ahead. on that later. Go ahead. But uh, we're broadcasting live from the shadow of the Rocky Mountains, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, in the final WWE pay-per-view event of the year, TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, oh my. Smash! (laughs) And the drinks will be aplenty here on the broadcast. It's almost, not only are we going to cover TLC, it's almost like a Christmas party right here on the air with myself. What? With myself and, of course, the man singing, uh, uh, what is that, Deck the Halls. We've got the man that likes to swim the very shallow waters here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm talking about, of course, the great white Mark the Shark DiCarlo. Thank you, and uh, nobody introduces the shark like the one and only J.J. Sexay. And uh, uh, forgive my singing if I offended anybody along the network who's listening to us live around the world tonight or via the archive. I humbly apologize for subjecting you to the off-pitch dulcet tones of yours truly. But as we see, Ray Ray, Mysterio, and uh, all those various... Uh, heights of ladders and chairs hanging down off the entrance gimmick. I'm pumped. I'm jacked. Not only because it's TLC, but because JJ all caps himself, ladies and gentlemen, is in to the Oak Heart Spice Rum tonight. And that only can mean one thing. And that's anything could happen. That's right. Who knows? It might be an episode of Wild Chicken Part 2. You never know. Jesus Christ. As, as Mark the Shark almost spits up all over wow. himself. Wild chicken, eh? Wild chicken, Mark. Where the friend. hell is that paper towel, damn it? Uh, you better get it. Uh, where, the, where the hell is the girls with the paper towels? Girls, come here! Uh, are you talking to the imaginary sharkettes again? They're, they're, just, they're just getting undressed oh, right now okay, as okay, we speak. Okay. By the way, Harmony Boom Boom will not be in the studio tonight. Is that correct? She may make a guest appearance at well, some point. Who knows? I, I just need advance notice because I don't want to offend her with naked sharkettes running around. Uh, well, I'll try to keep her upstairs. Please. Okay. Okay, thanks. She can stay with the kids. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas, yes. Yeah. But uh, So you heard from Mark the Shark DiCarlo also joining us. As usual, he is the unofficial third leg of the tripod for Wrestling News Live. Ladies and gentlemen, the epic rap battle champion on Wrestling News Live. I heard that. He is <laughs> the Bronx father, Tony J. Mirabella. What's going on? Do we have to get Shark a bib now? We might have to get him a bib, yes. Oh. As I myself gain. You're starting to break up on me. Hello, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, but uh, I'm going to call right back. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was not Tony J. Marabella was suffering the effects of uh, holiday gastrointestinitis gas. It was simply uh, a bit of a malfunction at the junction with our Skype, and he's, uh, he's going to call back in a second. As we see, Team Road Scholars... And Cody Rhodes, J.J., sporting the, how, how, how would you describe his mustache, that, that pedophile mustache? It looks like yes. somebody put a dirty Sanchez on his, on his face. Jeez. <laughs> we wow. won't go there. Not even I will go there. Ladies and gentlemen, the Skype father is back. <laughs> I hope. Well, that sounds better. Yeah, it's clearing up. I'm still hearing myself, damn it. It's got to be on your, I don't know what, the, what it would be, man. It's got to be your settings or something. I don't know. Ah. Uh. I hate this program. Well, we're, we're starting things off, guys, with uh, Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow versus, obviously, 
Sin Cara, Rey Mysterio. This match, if you didn't know, guys, is going to be for the number one contendership to the uh, WWE Unified Tag Team Championship. As you know, the tag team champions will be in a six-man match, a TLC match alongside Ryback to take on The Shield, Seth, uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and, of course, Roman Reigns. Correct, yes. but we are being intellectually educated on their promo on the way to the ring and look at the look at the gear on ray ray tonight unbelievable i think he he went into the uh bronx father's wardrobe up in in uh in bronx and uh bronx have you been missing an outfit this week bronx isn't there i'm calling him oh back. all right all right we're having a little bit of a skype issue and uh tonight 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 to steal a line from you, uh, you didn't you didn't give it a, your your usual self opening. Hi, this is Tony, the Bronx father. Please leave a message with your. <laughs> okay, that is not him. That is, that is actually his his answering machine. Yes, he says that. Hi, you've reached the Bronx father. Please leave a message, right, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> Bronx, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Well, that's okay, be- now that's better. We're cooking with gas. Now I'm- we're good. Uh, by the way, uh, worldwide uh, listening audience heard your message on your answering machine. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I called you to see if that would fix the problem, and I got your answering machine. Nice. Hi, you've reached the Bronx, Father. <laughs> Anyways, uh, by the way, Bronx, Merry frickin' Christmas to you, brother. Thank you, and the same to you, Shark, and your family and your kids. I appreciate that. Thanks, and uh, happy Hanukkah to everybody, too. Today, Last night was the last night. Yes. I've got a little bit of the bubbly with me here, too, so this oh. should be interesting. Oh, okay. And what are you uh, consuming to this evening? Oh, just some beer. Beer? What flavor? Beer. No, no, but what, what brand of beer? Oh, Bud. What else? Bud! Motherfucking Weiser. All right. Good. Oh, shit. Sinkara and Ray just went to try to kill these motherfuckers with a table. Yeah, it takes two Mexicans to set up a, a table in the middle of the ring, I think. There's a wow. joke there somewhere. I don't know. By the way, I'd like to give the official SNS Radio Network a, a weekly award. I, I think we're going have to have, have a weekly award to the gentleman that I had dinner with, along with his uh, fiance. On Wednesday night at uh, Sushi Ichiban here in Calgary. And he gets the award of uh, the SNS Radio Network Weekly Award of consuming the most alcohol by one human being in one sitting this week. And it goes out to none other than the former T.J. Wilson. You all know him and love him as Tyson Kidd. Fuck, he can drink sake. (laughs) Sake! Ah! Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, we might have a finish here as Cody Rhodes has Sin Cara on the top rope. Table is set up. He takes Damian Sandow off the table. Sankara is set up to go through this table. Oh. Oh, and, and Ray just gets... Uh, gets hocked. Pretty much. <laughs> he got he got hocked. It looked like he was uh, sliding for second base, and there was no base there, and he slid into center field. Well, see, now, if, if this match was taking place in a pool and the tables could float, then I'd give, the, you know, <laughs> I'd give it to Sankara and Ray, but... That's a good gimmick uh-huh. there, Bronx. You should feed the office that. Oh, Lord, I apologize. By the way, uh, do all the fans of the Bronx Father and TNA Chat, uh, do they look forward to a, another stunning episode this week? 
Well, there wasn't one last week. I know. So. I know. That's why I fed you that line. But uh, definitely. And, yeah, I'm, I'll be back. I'd, I'd like to thank my doctor for making me wait two extra fucking hours. I appreciated that. You should have stuck your fingers in his eyes. Well, yeah, that could have worked. But yeah. I don't know. By the way, uh, kudos to you and uh, a voice that I hadn't heard. I, I just uh, I tuned in uh, to your coverage of uh, the TNA pay-per-view last Sunday. And lo and behold, a familiar voice to everybody here on the network. Once again, re- re-emerging, I would, I would put it out there at the request of the Bronx father himself. The power. Andy Knowles made his return to the network last Sunday and... Uh, Andy did a fine job, Bronx. Andy shocked me. I thought for a minute he was possessed by you last week. I mean, holy shit. Some of the shit, there's one line he said that I just to this day cannot believe. What did he say? Cannot believe. What did he He say? He said that Brian Danielson, I believe, who was wearing a glove with one finger missing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Brian Danielson? Isn't he in the WWE? Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels. There you go. Yeah, yeah. My Daniels mixed up. Anyway. He claims he was wearing that glove because he used that finger to, quote-unquote, milk the prostate. And it was one of those situations where many times on this network, I just threw professionalism out the window and was like, what the fuck? Did you admonish him and say, Andy, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, if you listen to the archive, I said, what the fuck, a total of five times. I can, I can assure the wow. listeners tonight on Sunday Night Showdown, this will be a hoo-hoo free zone. And uh, we won't be talking about milking the prostate. This is a promise. Uh, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Thank you for that. No problem. But I tell you what, let's go ahead and run down Andy's a weird uh, dude. our quick picks for this match as it could end at any time. Rey Mysterio thrown into the barrier by Damian Sandow. Uh, Mark the Shark, we'll start off with you. Who goes over and why? Uh, you know, I, I got to say that if anybody's looking for advice from the shark as to who's going to go over and why and do anything at all with my quick pick, then take every last fucking nickel you can muster up and go the exact opposite way of the way that I'm picking, just like you should do if I'm throwing NFL picks out there. Um, I got to say that I believe the uh, intellectual savior of the masses and uh, Ron Jeremy, I mean Cody Rhodes, uh, <laughs> Are gonna go over tonight, although uh, if uh, if Ray Ray and uh, Sin Cara go over, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'll I'll go with uh, uh, I'll go with uh, Team Road Scholars for my quick pick. Bronx, I'm gonna have to agree with with Shark. I oh, know oh, that's a, a first. Are thinking that they're going to push Mysterio and Sin Cara because uh, eventually they want to set up Sin uh, Sin Cara to be the next Mysterio, but. No, I, I like I like Cody Rhodes and Sandow. I'd like to see them with that those titles soon. So I will agree with Shark and pick them to go over tonight. Well, let me see. Boom Boom had sent her picks in, and she picked. She actually did pick hers. I didn't pick these for her, by the way. Just for, just, for just, a change. Just yeah, for a change. Yeah, yeah. She actually did make these picks herself. She went with Sin Cara and Rey Mysterio, and uh, I'm going to follow her lead and go with that as well because I think that. I think Sin Cara and Ray are going to get those belts sooner than uh, Cody and Sandow, and I think that we might be on the precipice. Yes, the precipice. Gesundheit. Of uh, Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow going their separate ways soon. So not only am I going to say that uh, Ray and Sin Cara get the win, but I think Cody's going through the table. Botch! 
Wow. Wow. And you know what? I, I kind of like JJ's uh, scenario. I think that if the office ever decided to uh, uh, turn Cody face, that uh, I think the fans would eat him up. I really do. I think the only thing they want to do to his face is shave it. But, you know. <laughs> exactly. I don't Correct. know. I think it's a little too soon to break them up. I mean, if you really think about it, they have not been a tag team for too long not, now. But, not long. You're right, Bronx. You know, but I, I like them together, actually. I think they complement each other. I wouldn't mind seeing them go as a team a little longer. I'm not sure if Cody's ready to be a face yet. Well, I mean, whether Cody's ready to be a face or not, I think Damian Sandow, and I like Cody Rhodes, okay? I do. But I think Damian Sandow is ready to be on his own. I think this guy's got enough. Uh, I, I think he's going to be in the Chari- main event. He's got a lot of charisma. Yeah. He does. He's got a great gimmick. He needs new gear, though. He does need new gear. Come on. I mean, let's face it. After Miz codenamed them Pink and Stink, I mean, it, it's yeah. about time to split them up. <laughs> I couldn't believe when Miz said that. And, Ooh, and, 619. Wow. If JJ gets this perfect, I'll go nuts. Here it comes. Move, Cody. Oh, he gets it. And sets himself perfectly oh, up on the table. Cody's on the table. Mysteriously enough. Did I just say mysteriously? You did. Okay. That was a bit of a Freudian slip. Don't take your time, Ray. Do it. Do it. Oh, oh hello. Can, you can now join the Mexican Vienna Boys Choir. <laughs> this is the Chipmunks. It's the Tijuana Boys Choir, by That's the way. That's it. That's it. Oh, my God. Holy shit. He's ahead of us, by the way, yeah, folks. Yeah, I think Bronx's feet is about 30 seconds ahead of us. Which is crazy because I guess he's on a stream and we're, we're actually purchasing the pay-per-view. I can neither confirm nor deny I'm on a stream. Okay. But, I mean, that was brutal. Fucking Mysterio just got waffled with that table. Car is in a bad place as Cody Rhodes taking the boots to him. It's two on one right now. Well, this is a fast-paced... Good good match, I think, to open. This was a very good choice. Very good. Them. Almost a Lucha Libre-style match of high spot, high spot, high spot, high spot, high spot, high spot, rest spot, high spot, high spot, high spot. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, let's not forget, we do have two Luchas in the ring. So That's it. That could explain it. I don't know. And we got Cooper Libre in the uh, studio here. We do. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nice bump. Holy shit. Wow. That was a perfect landing right back first on the table. Great spot by Sinkara and Cody Rhodes. And your winners, the intellectual savior of the SNS Radio Network and uh, the, one, the one and only Ron Jeremy himself, Cody Rhodes. Wow. You, you know what's crazy here? Uh, somebody made the comment. I think it was Sensational Sean in chat earlier. Sinkara's wearing white. That must mean he's going to get injured tonight. Well, if you look at the way he's selling that uh, table bump, it might be time for Sinkar to suffer an injury of some sort. That was sick. That was that sick. Was no, sick. Yeah, but guys, just a minute. He landed it so perfect that I, I don't think he hurt himself. I really don't. Here, look at this. Perfect. Just like. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. You're, you, you know you're white because he bumped on the second table. Not yeah. watch. You'll get to see it this he, this time. He, he did bump on the second table, but it looks like the back of his head Let's and see. back Let's hit this the is concrete a gr- floor. Great replay. Oh man, he <laughs> overshot the table. You're right, yeah. JJ. Back an ass on the table, but his shoulder blades, neck, and head hit the mat. He is dead. 
No, you're right, Shark. Wow. I was just about to make that point. It's almost like the bottom, <laughs> poor bastard, the bottom half of his body went to the table. And people should know you want your, your top half, your back, your head, your neck. That just went splat against the mat. My God. That, I, hope he, I hope he's all right, man. That's what a bump. Yeah, no doubt. I I want to I want to take time to uh, commend the WWE for opening the show with a twenty six bell nice. salute. Nice, in memory of uh, of those that were lost this week and that horrible incident, in Connecticut. Uh, just, I'm still in utter disgust and disbelief that 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 happened. That you know, twenty children lost their lives. I, I don't know. You know what? We're both parents, and I couldn't even say it or even think it that i could not I, c- I couldn't believe when i when i heard it i was at work and i saw cnn and i'm like you're kidding but i i i, I could i was speechless i like i am right now i i just couldn't fathom living life with that having happened to our kids uh Anyways, I, I don't want to. We're having fun here and everything, and it's the holiday season. But th- that's real life, and this is a work. And and uh, uh, to to all those, I, I got to say, to all those that have suffered a loss, let's say over the last year, who oh, are God, yeah. friends and listeners of the SNS Radio Network of Sunday Night Showdown, all of the the hosts and shows that are along the network. If you have suffered from the loss of a loved one over this last 12 months our hearts go out to you um but to have to deal with what happened in pennsylvania was just senseless and uh, that's all i got to say about that thanks but you know our, our thoughts and prayers go to the family and everyone who was affected by this i mean this was not just an american tragedy it was felt all the way around the world and uh you know i i spent most of the day uh, pretty upset over it and Almost went to go pick my child up from school early when I got off work early. Uh, I, I just, it was a hard day. And, uh, you know, I, even watching President Obama uh, wiping away the tears as, as he made his address, uh, you know, it was an emotional day. And, uh, you know, I, I we're going to have fun on this program and, and we're going to put it behind us. But thoughts and prayers to the families. Uh, just Just a horrible thing that happened this week. Yeah, and I wrote a I wrote a little tribute, and I'm not I'm not pimping anything out. I would just like people to read it and get their opinion because it was the only way I could get it out of my system. And I wrote a little a little story about what I think happened after the shootings and put it on Facebook. And if you're friends with me on Facebook and you want to check it out, I, I like I put a lot a lot of work into it. And I, I read it, Bronx, and uh, kudos to you, uh, my brother. And Bronx is right. Read that. He's it's he's very eloquent. That's all I got to say about that. And I, uh, the only other thing I would like to say before we have to move along to the current and reigning United States champion Antonio Cesaro. I love to say his name, Antonio Cesaro. Every time I say his name, I need, I feel I'm overcome with the need to eat pizza <laughs> or pasta. <laughs> but I got to say in closing that that horrible motherfucker is just lucky that he took his own life. JJ? I agree. I agree. 
But uh, as Mark the Shark alluded to, we've got Antonio Cesaro standing in the ring, uh, the proud United States champion. He's going to be defending that title tonight against uh, number one contender and challenger, R-Truth, who probably has little Jimmy somewhere by his side. I think little Jimmy is under Lillian Garcia's dress. If he's smart, that's where he'll be. I know. And you know what? When I'm feeling down and I'm feeling blue, if the conversation just quickly turns right back to filthy sex, then I feel better. There you go. Yeah. Let's get it on. We got to put the broadcast on hold for a minute as I do this. Give me one second. Yes. Ah. Uh, we, Jesus. we I said in chat before that we need a drinking game for tonight. And me, I made the mistake of probably killing half the people on this network by saying, anytime Shark says something filthy, take a drink. All right. And you know what? For you all the, the ante. For, for all those that, that know the, the Shark, like JJ and Bronx, you'll know that if I'm goaded into having to be a little bit filthier than normal, all I got to say for all of you is, be buyer beware. Bottoms up, folks. That's it. I'll tell you what, before we go any further. You better make a quick pick. Let's make a toast. A-, a toast. So hold your glass in the air. I toast everybody listening to this broadcast. Hope you're having as much fun. Wave it around as, like you just don't care. Are. That's right. Wave it around like you just don't care. Uh, I hope everybody's enjoying tonight. You're enjoying the show. You're enjoying the pay-per-view. But my toast to you, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year since this is the final Sunday night showdown of the year. Of the year. Now, yeah. we, we still have another WNL and a Christmas Craptacular and a Best of 2012. But, you know, this is a pseudo-Christmas party, so bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Oh. That's it. You, you right. know, you talked about, we talk about standout. You talk about another guy that, that I'm really impressed with. I like Antonio Cesaro. I, I think he's done a great job. He's, I think, given that belt more meaning than it's had by any other champion before him in the last, what, few years? I mean, he's really put it over. And I I think this is another guy who you can bank on for a future in the WWE. But I couldn't agree with you more, Bronson. And if you go back and, for those of you that didn't have the uh, pleasure of seeing the former Claudio Castiglione in his former persona and role in Ring of Honor, he was very good then. But he's a lot bigger now, and he's been given a, a platform to put himself over in this new character. And he, A, he's a really good wrestler, um, and, and B, he's a really good character. And, of course, when he debuted, he was with the lovely and talented uh, Oksana. And uh, for those of you who don't Gold know. Goldust Soul Lady. P- pardon me? Goldust Soul Lady. Yes. Storyline purposes, Go- anyway. Yes, Goldust Soul Lady. And uh, um, rumor has it that... Uh, uh, she's over like Rover in the dressing room, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Raise your cups. Everybody take a sip. Here we go. Once again, the parameters for this evening are every time the shark says something with a tad bit of sexual innuendo, you're all having to raise your cups and drink. Anyways, back to the action in the ring. But uh, Oksana kind of you know, was with him at the beginning, and he, he really got a lot of heat when he shit on her and told her that uh, he no, she no longer was his girlfriend because she didn't uh, qualify and wasn't in the league and sent her on her way. And, you know, that was good. It's not like he spanked her in the ring or anything. Good which, point. Which I, I hear from reputable sources, she enjoys a good public spanking. Oh, raise the glass. Here we go again. Here we go again. All right. See, see the great thing about doing an audio-only show is if J.J. and I have to end the show on the floor, you won't know it. 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> at least you're in, in, in New York and we're here, and at least you won't be on the floor together because that, my friends, is a horrid thought. Horrid thought indeed. Oh. But let's, let's change it to a more pleasant thought. We've got a match on going for the United Quick. States Championship. Quick yeah. picks in order. Bronx, start us off. Who goes over and why? Well, what purpose does it serve having our truth as your U.S. title holder? None. Uh, I think Cesaro is doing an awesome job. I see storyline, no reason to make him lose tonight. And I think he retains that belt. And, you know, he's doing an awesome job with it. Just being a prick and kind of kind of actually shitting on the belt. And at the same time, making it mean something. So I say uh, he goes over and retains. Uh, you know what? I guess I'm up next, but uh, look at Antonio Cesaro. A bit of a million-dollar dream, if you will, of being administered on our truth. Yeah, it's, nice. a, uh, it's a sit-down version of the uh, yeah. of the million-dollar dream. Yeah, very nice. I haven't seen that used in a very long time. Uh, I couldn't agree with Bronx more uh, than just to say Cesaro goes over for obvious reasons. Uh, he's he's becoming becoming one of the most hated heels on the roster. Good on him. Harmony uh, chose Antonio Cesaro to retain here as well. And uh, I also chose Antonio Cesaro because I'm with Bronx on this one. There really is no purpose to let R-Truth have this belt. I mean, right now it's just a guy that's a contender for the title. Uh, I, I just I don't see any positive in putting the belt on R-Truth. Not that he hasn't been a, a good United States champion in his own right in the past, but I think Cesaro, is, his stock is rising with the company, so I... I see a long-term reign for Antonio Cesaro until he comes to bigger and better things. So Antonio Cesaro retains the U.S. title here tonight, in my opinion. Unanimous. There we go. Which means your new U.S. champion will, in fact, be. Right, right, R-Truth. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Think positive, damn it. Think positive. Yeah, we got to. We got to put a positive spin on everything. What's this message you sent me earlier? You want the uh, Dominic the Italian donkey song? No, I like the version. You know, I think you had played it last year, and I forgot. the. Um, what did you play? Santa, uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a John Deere. I was laughing my oh, ass off listening oh. to that. Yeah, some Cletus Judd. <laughs> Grandpa Got Run Over by John Deere. At first I thought it was Trey, but I was like, no. No, that's it. You're right, Bronx. That's what he played at the end of the very show last year. Do we have holiday lighting here in the studio? What's up with that? We do. All right. The, the lights are going to flicker all night. It's going to go with our drinking. <laughs> it, wow. it really helps the effect of you think you're drunk. I guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm nice nice series of uh, moves by R-Truth. Almost a near fall. We almost had a, a new United States champion, folks. But Antonio Cesaro is valiantly kicking through as we see the replay here. Uh, R-Truth's version of Booker T's scissor kick. Which he gets a lot more rotation and spin than Booker T ever did. Yeah, I mean, our truth is like, I don't know. He's been kind of, is obscure the word I'm looking for lately? I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I understand putting him in this match, but they're, they're still giving him something to do. But he doesn't really have much going on storyline-wise, does he? No, not at all. But uh, as we see Cesaro pin our truth and and uh, there you have it. Cesaro retains. And the swimming one and I are 2-0. Oh. So there you go. Cesaro, triumphant, 
still your United States champion as my voice is starting to go. That's not good. This early? This early. You might have to run to the liquor store for another I, I bottle. I might have to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get some Benadryl and another bottle. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Bronx, what you got going on New Year's Eve, baby? Oh, I don't know, man. May just hang out with a couple of friends. You know, yeah. I, I'm a person who, especially with all the shits going on that's been going on, I'll be on vacation, and I'm looking forward to that. I don't hit the bar scene or anything. I rather party at home. You're no, safer. you're not. You're not going to go down to Times Square and party hardy. Uh, you couldn't pay me to do that. No, no. Mm-mm. Not this motherfucker. All right. Well, rumor has it that you were in high level negotiations with. Uh, ABC to co-host with Ryan Seacrest from Times Square this year. Was that just a rumor or what? Or you couldn't make any a financial uh, negotiated settlement? Uh, yeah, they just couldn't afford the Bronx father. So they'll get some <laughs> other over the hill, you know, has been uh, co-host with him. Right, right. No. Wow, they, they're giving Antonio Cesaro a promo in the pay-per-view. Wow. Well, why not? I mean, that's that's what you should be doing. Let the motherfucker put himself over. Hell yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I don't know what he's saying, but... That's right. Well, he just said... Thank you. He just said, by booing me, you are actually booing your own country because I am the champion of your own country. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. You. Whenever you use psychology on the wrestling fan, you and piss them off. You piss them off, especially when the psychology is right. I love yeah. that. This guy's money. Oh, he's talking German. Ach, nein! Nein, Stager, bitte not at chaos. How much did this pay-per-view cost? Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> nine, nine, yeah. Wow. Wow. I had a flashback to Hogan's Heroes earlier today. Schultz! Schultz! Corporal Klink. Yeah. I used to love that show. That was a great show. My dad would watch that and watch it with him. Yeah. Richard Dawson, and they're all dead, eh? I think they're all gone. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you get old, right? Pretty much, yes. Unfortunately, the elderly are, you know, uh, it is their lot in life. Eventually, they're going to pass away. We're all going to pass away at some point. But. Well, you know what they say, especially I, I. I can't remember. I think it was like Mean Gene Okerlund when they were inducting him into the WWE Hall of Fame. He said something along the lines of. And I'm paraphrasing. When I die, I hope they bury me face first with my ass in the air so all my detractors can kiss my ass. Or something like that. I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, that was uh, good old Mean Gene, a former SNS alum here on this network. Yes. And by the way, there. Oh. did anybody see Tribute to the Troops this week? Hasn't aired yet. No, when is it airing? Next Saturday? I think it airs this week sometime. This week sometime? Yeah. Wednesday night. Well, as I referenced earlier, just for a split second, I had some uh, sushi. I, you know I don't drink alcohol, for those of you that don't know. Strangely enough, the shark does not drink alcohol. I know it's hard for many of you to fathom that I don't, but I don't. Um, yet I had dinner this past week with, geez, the, the, keep doing that. The, the light show is uh, is escalating here in the studio. And I had dinner this week with Tyson Kidd and uh, his uh, fiance, the the Anvil's daughter Natalia, and uh, they 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 said that the the fun that they had at this year's tribute to the troops taping was unbelievable. And he said it was uh, by far and away the best one that he's been involved with. And he said, I think I think he said he was he'd done it for like three years in a row now. It's well, 
Go ahead, Bronx. I'm sorry, JJ. I'm just saying, and it's great that they go to them, you know, and it, it's they're really the only company in the world that really does that. The only sports, well, quote unquote, sports company in the world that does that. So I've always given them kudos for it since the first year they did it. And I think it's it's awesome. I would agree with that. Tribute to the Troops is always one of my favorite shows every year. I've been a big fan of them doing it. I think it was awesome that they stepped up and finally decided to uh, do that. And you got to thank uh, good old John Bradshaw Layfield for giving the idea to Vince McMahon. And, um, you know, so kudos to them. It's one of the things that they do every year that I'm really supportive of. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching that this Wednesday night. But we're going to take our first commercial break as Josh Matthews is backstage talking to Dolph Ziggler, who will be defending his money in the bank briefcase his contract for a world heavyweight championship match hangs in the balance a little bit later on on the pay-per-view he'll be defending that against john cena folks possibly match of the night quite possibly could be match of the night but on that note we're going to take our first break we'll be back with more sunday night showdown as we bring you live pay-per-view coverage of wb's tlc pay-per-view right after this guys we'll be right back oh you didn't know your ass better call somebody! Oh, you didn't know? It's me, it's me, it's that D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. You're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling. Log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest-running newsletter on the Internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free! Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com. of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. and each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah.
This is going to be fun. Every Thursday, the SNS Radio Network gets in the ring and starts running the ropes. When I watch, I, okay, I, I caught SmackDown again. I caught, she, I skipped Sheffield's gimmick, and I couldn't help but to think that his new gimmick sounds like an Arby's uh, roast beef sandwich. Join Brian Maverick Bertrand and Chris Kelly from HeadlocksHeadlines.com as they talk about every random thing going on within the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, and the NorCal Independency. Running the Ropes also features interviews with stars from the past. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. Present. What's going on, this is Kazarian. And this is the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. And future. Hey guys, it's Rima Fakis. And so much more. So join the guys every week on Running the Ropes, right here. On the SNS Radio Network. It's the original KID. Started in 91 in the state of NC. In the place to be, your boy paid his dues. With hell to visit spot, all the marks are through. Vertebraker, we'll break your spine. Vertebraker, you give me time. Uh, you knew me as Sugar Shane, you may have known me as the Hurricane, but this is the Shane event, Shane Helm, and you're listening on the SNS Network. All right, we're back right here, wrestling, or excuse me, wrestling news live. Buzz myself, we're back here on the SNS Radio Network. What was that? More liquor. Yes, I'm already screwing up. I'm Li- already sloshing. Liquor don't even know her. I know. Liquor don't even know her. <laughs> Raise your cups. Raise your cup, fuckers. Give, give them the rules again. Coming every back time, out of break. Every time we bring a little sleaze to the program, Mark the Shark, myself, the Bronx father say something dirty, you got to take a drink. That's it. So raise your glasses high, high and proud. Drink up, fuckers. Well, you so, need to drink to look at these three douchebags. Li- Which li- is exactly what myself and Mark the Shark DiCarlo were talking about in the break. I have spent forty four ninety five on this pay-per-view tonight. Again. Here is my question. Why the fuck are we doing Miz TV on a pay-per-view? When I buy a pay-per-view, I expect it not to be raw. I expect it to be... A pay-per-view where you're going to give me wrestling matches, where you're going to entertain me. 3MB is the dumbest gimmick I have ever fucking seen in my life. The, the British guy, the East Indian guy, and the guy from Biloxi fucking Mississippi. Or the Scottish know, guy. The Scottish guy, the East Indian guy, and the guy from the southeast of the United States. You want to have us to believe that they collectively are a rock and fucking roll band, I say... Absolutely, go fuck yourselves. Like, this is ridiculous. If I wanted to watch Miz TV, I'd I'd tune into Raw on Monday to fucking watch Miz TV. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, we've got the redhead, the towel head, and the deadhead. Wow. 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 Hey, you're talking about our friend, goddammit. (laughs) I don't think. We know that guy. I don't think Raj would go. I think if Raj knew, because, of course, the Barclays Center in Brooklyn isn't far from the Bronx, I think we're going to phone up Raj. After the, and that's his real name. I think we're going to phone up Raj right after the broadcast and tell him what you said, Bronx. I'd be locking the front door, motherfucker. 
He was known for being real stiff here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh, do you remember what he did at the Bad News Allen tribute show out in Cochrane? I mean, Cochrane, Alberta. I, I remember that, but do you remember uh, what happened to Ruby Goldstein when he was wrestling as El Blanco Negro Dragon? Your, your babysitter. My well, <laughs> my babysitter's was it, husband. Was it right, Negro Dragon. What? No, 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 no. El no, Blanco no. Negro <laughs> Dragon, which translates oh. to the black and white dragon. Right. El Blanco being white. Negro. Negro being black. Dragon. Right. right. He about killed him he, with a, I, was, I guess it was a powerbomb attempt. Right. That didn't really turn out to be a no. powerbomb attempt. Well, it was on the back of his neck. Pretty much. Yeah. And then in the main event, he, he had a, he had a light. Oh, here we come. What the hell? We see a an ADR baby face turn. God damn it! Alberto Del Rio, Alberto Del Rio down. to save the Mexican announce and Spanish announce team. The fuck! Out of fucking nowhere, we see a baby face turn from ADR. Holy shit! Wow! Wow! Hey, look, Roger's got a mohawk now. Yeah. I always knew being on this network would eventually get my ass kicked. All I can do is <laughs> beg him and cry like a bitch. No, so. no, no, no. Don't worry about it, Bronx. We'll tell Raj not to come and see you. That's okay. We know people. Yeah, we know people who know people. See, you, right? you, you better you better step right because all it takes is one phone call, Bronx, to, to the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, and Cody's going to come to your house and give you a skull-fucking finale. <laughs> and you only got the one eye. And a club ring. So well, my fucking eye's been taken out three times on the outside. Oh, and here, Miz for the Miz for the save. Miz for the save. Oh, well, we got a new tag team, Miz and Alberto Del Rio. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. Well, doesn't it? Why do I feel like they're gonna have a match in another hour? Wouldn't it be it wouldn't have been a lot better if fucking Ray Ray and Sin Cara came for the save? That would set up the six men. Uh, no, no, it's gonna it's gonna be Rodriguez, Alberto Del Rio, Boo. and the Miz. Yeah. Taking on 3MB. You're right. Right here tonight. Wow. Right, yeah. Now, do you see ADR working as a baby face? Yes. I, mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't have expected this in a billion years. No, I, li- I, li- I like the ADR baby face turn. I like it. I just don't like the fact that he's with Eddie Munster and uh, Mizomania. I'm not digging the Miz's face turn. I'm sorry. No, it's now. Weak. Now we're going to turn Alberto Del Rio, who I think is a very effective heel. Great heel. Great heel. Fantastic heel. Man. I mean, it's almost like the WWE writers pull the pen out of their ass before they start writing. Or out of Pat Patterson's ass. <laughs> oh, shit. Jesus. Wow. This is unreal. What? Does that count as two Wait a minute. What, what are they chanting? I don't know. This is... I'll give them See, a partner. Here's my deal. Here's my deal, okay? Why would you put, and again, no offense to your friend, why would you put ADR, he's right, he's a right. guy who, who's been established for the longest, and a guy like The Miz, who's been established for the longest, against... Huey, Louie, and Dewey? Ex- the, the perfect. Huey, Louie, and Dewey. The shark nailed it. Absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. So I'm supposed to take Heath Slater, Jinder Mahal, and Drew McIntyre, the guys who have been jobbing for the better part of the year, as threats to guys like The Miz and Alberto Del Rio? Yeah. What? Well, they're obviously using Miz and ADR to give 3MB the rub. Now, obviously, that's what the office has got. But, but 
You know, the, two former main event guys yeah. that were fucking heels are now going to fucking be put in a match with the three men jobbers here. Like, are two, you fucking two, kidding me? Two former WrestleMania main event champions. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. That's what it is. It is what it is. And it's funny because, I, I, and I got to throw this in, and I wasn't going to mention Heart Legacy Wrestling till later in the show. But for those of you that don't know and you haven't been following my Facebook postings this week, which I think I've set a, a new land speed record for most Facebook postings in one freaking week. But yes, indeed, JJ and I are involved as the announce team on the internet pay-per-view for the upcoming Heart Re- Legacy Wrestling Tour of Alberta starting fr- Friday, January the 18th. And I'll get into uh, event particulars a little bit later on tonight. But at our press conference announcing the show coming back for the first time in 10 years to the legendary Stampede Pavilion here in Calgary this past Tuesday, one of the superstars from the past that was on the dais at the press conference was none other than Jinder Mahal's uncle, the nefarious former leader of the world-renowned Karachi Vice in Stampede Wrestling, the Great Gamma. And we were discussing his his uh, nephew Raj's push in WWE, and he, he looked at me and he said, Shark, I can't believe they're feeding us where an Irish guy and a guy from the States and an East Indian are friends to begin with, and secondly, that they're in some convoluted rock band. But I, said, I looked at him and I said, Gamma, you know, anything is possible in WWE, and he just shook his head and he, he couldn't believe it. So wait, let me get this straight. There's going to be an eye pay-per-view, and you and JJ are going to be doing commentary. Yes. See, now, I've never heard, and I've wanted to, because I'd love to see how you guys work as far as calling wrestling. Oh, it's interesting. I will (laughs) buy that pay-per-view. I will buy that pay-per-view without a doubt. Shark, whenever you get a chance to pimp out the details to me personally or anyone else, yes, I really am interested to, to hear you too. Uh, call some wrestling matches, so I will definitely check that out. Well, now, and, and I got to say, Bronx, that it is eye pay per view, so our normal, colorful, uh, slang related commentary will not be hindered by the CRTC in Canada or the FCC in the United States. So it's going to be <laughs> fucking off the hook. And, and and a little bit later on, maybe we'll save it for the post show, JJ. Maybe we'll save it for the post show tonight, where I'll let the cat out of the bag. A about the roster for Heart Legacy Wrestling, and some iPay-Per-View uh, information so everybody out there, and it's going to be cheap. It's going to be really cheap for a card of this size and nature. Um, the iPay-Per-View is going to be cheap. So, uh, JJ, if you're done with that, we'll give them all the particulars on the post show tonight. I'm down with that, man. Okay, all right. I'm actually kind of psyched about it, to be honest with you. been looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, and you know what? Um, if I could be serious for a moment, the details coming up on the post show will shock, stun, and amaze everyone because it is, mark my words, stay tuned to the post show, everybody, tonight. And if you're listening on the archive, uh, check out the post show because this is, without a doubt, in my humble opinion, and, and I'm very opinionated, as everybody damn well knows, this is the single largest independent wrestling production in Canada in about 20 years and uh, with the involvement of some superstars from promotions all over North America 
Asia, Japan, Australia, and Europe. Maybe I'll go out on the limb and say it's got the biggest array of assembled talent on the independent wrestling scene in North America for a very freaking long time. So having said that, stay tuned to the post show. And, and I will say this really quickly. Uh, I believe if I read the Facebook page correctly this week, you got El Generico? Indeed. Indeed. Congratulations, guys. That that Wow. That sounds fucking awesome. It should be fun, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, the iPay-Per-View the is going to be the 18th, correct? Not only will the iPay-Per-View be on the 18th from the legendary Stampede Pavilion where Stu Hart for 53 years um, held Stampede Wrestling. And as you can tell, I've got my pimping hat on this week with all the media that I did in Calgary this week. Mr. Vice President of Talent Relations. Talent and Media Relations, by the way. But uh, we're also going to be the next night up at the Sheraton Ballroom in Red Deer. Sunday afternoon at the Agricom in Edmonton will also be an iPay-Per-View. No shit. No shit. Okay. You're going to Edmonton, motherfucker. Finally, for the first time ever, going to Edmonton. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Ah, uh, you know what? I've been to Edmonton. The best thing about Edmonton is when you fucking leave. Uh, that's what I keep Yeah, hearing. yeah. But right now we've got an Intercontinental Championship match underway. Kofi Kingston, the reigning and defending Intercontinental Champion against uh, number one contender and challenger tonight, Way back. So, Bronx, start us off here. Who's going over and why? Well, I'm going to pick with my heart in this one and who I want to see go over. But if you've read some of the shit that has been said about him supposedly by Vince McMahon. You wonder, I don't know, Kofi as the IC champion is just to me like kind of, okay, I think it's Wade Barrett's time. I want to see it. I hope and pray that Wade Barrett gets the win tonight, and that's my pick. Harmony actually chose Wade Barrett to win the Intercontinental Championship here tonight. Um, Mark the Shark, who you got? I'm really uh, at a loss to come up with a clear-cut decision here, but I'm going to pick Wade Barrett. They've been they've been having this feud between the two of them long enough. I don't think the fans are really eating it up that much. They, I think they, the WWE Universe has become indifferent with Kofi Kingston. Um, great performer, fantastic um, aerialist. Nobody has high-flying capabilities like Kofi Kingston. He's just so fleet of foot and really like a cat, as is illustrated right right there. Barrett threw him back in the ring and just suicide plancha right back out to the outside. He's so smooth, yet I think his character is become stale. The fans take him for granted. And uh, for those re- I mean, not only that, but Wade Barrett, if they don't, give him the payoff and put the strap on him then pretty soon the chase the heel chase after Kofi is going to become meaningless and uh, uh, it'll become stale and uh, for those reasons amongst others I'll go with uh, Weber how do you say it? Weber 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 well let me see how do I say this And I, I want Wade Barrett to win this title and I chose him as my pick at four down but for some reason, I see Kofi keeping this title uh, and Barrett coming close. Again, I want to see Wade Barrett win, but I'm going to go ahead and stick with Kofi here. 
Uh, there's a report going around WWE's looking to bring back some of their mid-card talent from the past. I heard that. To, uh, to help you know elevate younger guys. I like Kofi Kingston, but him as the Intercontinental Champion at first was kind of a big deal. Now it's just another thing. I think what Kofi needs to separate him from the rest of the pack is a match with someone that's equally as athletic as Kofi Kingston. And if they are talking about who they're talking about bringing back to the company, i.e. Shelton Benjamin, I would ah. love, love, love at WrestleMania to see an Intercontinental title match between Shelton Benjamin and Kofi Kingston for the Intercontinental title. Think of the uh, athleticism you would see in both of those guys. It could be a big WrestleMania moment for both guys. And, and, Shelton, and Shelton has become a really good heel... He has. He has. Working for Ring of Honor Absolutely. And, and the outside stuff, he has become a very good heel. So if that does happen, I would love to see that match at WrestleMania. Not a Money in the Bank match, just an Intercontinental Championship match. I want to see Wade Barrett climb the ladder, but right now the confidence is not behind him in the WWE. So I think Kofi Kingston is going to retain here. And if you notice lately, and, and more so off of what JJ just commented on, um, They've taken a lot of their mid-card workers that they've recently pushed and turned them into the mid-card jobbers. And I think it's been kind of counterproductive in the fact that they pushed them for so long um, and created stars from within. Yet they kill their their own mid-carders by needing enough people to put over the stars that they need put over, and therefore you have great mid-card workers like Tyson Kidd who is being wasted, is being wasted, and whereby there should be what they've been toying with lately and they've been floating around on the Internet this week and, and last week, whereby there will be an influx of more veteran mid-carders to actually job and put over the stars instead of wasting the quote-unquote jobber's role on viable stars um, that really, like Tyson Kidd, are going nowhere in a hurry. Uh, I just want to comment on something I'm seeing in the chat room. XWF1000 and Acer both say that, uh, well, XWF1000 is Shelton says on Twitter he's not going to WWE. Acer says that uh, Montel, they both killed off WWE rumors. And at the end of the day, money talks. And if they make the right dollar amount to both of those guys, I can't see them sticking around the independence and making a fraction of that money. They probably won't work a full-time schedule, but to say they're not going back is, uh, you know, a little premature at this point. We'll see. Well, and here's here's a bit of inside information. I, I as most of you know, we're we're very good friends with Harry Smith, uh, aka Davy Boy Smith Jr., who, along with Lance Archer, are the current New Japan Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions, and of course. MVT, MVP is full-time right now in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, I beg to differ. I, I, I say that if the, uh, if the money's right, anybody can go back to WWE. And uh, uh, everybody's got a price. Everybody's going to pay. <laughs> well, I mean, it reeks of desperation. I mean, it, although I think it's a good thing, definitely. You know, they're trying everything to fix these ratings, and they're sticking in the mid-twos. It's well, not going back to three. But see, they, the, 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 the problem being, sorry, Bronx, to cut you off. The problem is, does it matter if you bring back stars from the past? That's not, what, that's not what's going to help the product. What's going to help the product is to have good storyline directions and to have an edgier product. I think that the selling to the kids is great if you want kids to uh, 
you know, to enjoy the shows. But as a wrestling fan, a lot of people's intelligence are being insulted because of this PG product, and I think it's hindering them a lot. It's not edgy enough. And now that Linda uh, McMahon is not going to try once again to further her political career, although, you know, I I say on one hand, maybe they're going to become edgier, yet with the major corporate sponsorship deals that they have with Mattel and and so on and so 7-Eleven and so on and so forth and Toys R Us, can you really see... The attitude, edgier era, re- re- being rekindled. I-, I don't think so. I don't think you'll ever have another attitude era. As Wade Barrett almost won the Intercontinental Championship, almost as he hit that Winds of Change Slam and got a two and three fourths pin attempt as Kofi kicked out last second. Amazing. Well, uh, here's the thing, Shark. Though to what you say, you're right. But the problem is, low ratings mean less people are watching. Less people watching mean that less people want 7-Eleven cups that want this merchandise. In order to sell merchandise, you got to have motherfuckers watching. Ooh. Kofi hit Thunder in Paradise. That's it, folks. Trouble. Wow. Wow. Trouble in Paradise. Kofi Kingston retains. The only one that picked Kofi Kingston here. Although I did lose on my, uh, my four-down pick. Uh-huh. He hit him so hard, it became Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> the only thing missing was Beefcake. I'm feeling pretty good, man. How you doing, JJ? I'm good, man. Don't you see I'm kind of slurring a little bit? I'm kind of like yeah, missing you know my words. I, I, I came out of the commercial yeah. break, and it was WNL. You know, I mean, shit's <laughs> well, happening here. Folks. There wasn't much in the bottle. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> I'm still polishing the bottle down. Thank oh, okay, you very all much. right, all right. And, See, and, and, I don't hear you, Slur. You're like me. You're not going to be able to tell, no matter how I might start talking. Oh, no, no, stupid, no, no, no. You, you, you can tell when I've had a little bit too much. Yes, we no. all we all can. Now, Bronx on the other can. Bronx on the other hand, you never could, can quite tell how much Bronx has been drinking because he's got the ability to drink so so muck and fudge. <laughs> how many beer have you had already, Bronx? How many beer? How many beer? I'm a big dude. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Six. No, not yet. About five. Five. <laughs> so you're about you're about uh, a, a beer and a half per match quota I got right shots now. Shots too. Did you just say you're a big druid? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, he's doing shots too. What? What oh, do you? Okay. What do you? What, what shooters are you doing, Jack? Nah, I've got just a little, little, little bit of vodka. I mean, I got work tomorrow. I can't get to the point where like I'm crawling. Oh, so it's the it's the paired back version of Sunday night drinking with the Bronx father only beer and vodka so if you really wanted to let loose Bronx what would you drink beer and vodka (laughs) (laughs) wow all right I got work tomorrow and the dentist on Tuesday what are you bitching about Uh oh see I've got to get to the dentist because I'm pretty fucked up and I am just snaggletooth what's that all right snaggletooth I'm I'm scared shit I mean Maybe Bronx has like a two-for-one deal with the, with the kind of Dr. Isaac Yankum knockoff who's also also an optometrist. Well, shit, don't, so, don't they have those guys in the fucking alleys around where you live that'll fucking take your teeth out for free? They'll just punch you in the face a couple times and knock your teeth out? Wow. I want to be put the fuck... I, I am the hugest pussy when it comes to the dentist, man. Nothing scares the Bronx father more than going to the fucking dentist. Come on, I, you like to go to the dentist to that big... That big-breasted dental assistant bending over, and you're getting a face full, or I should say, an eye full of cleavage right up next to your good eye. You know, it'd be, 
it, it would be Bronx's luck. He'd go to the dentist, and it would be Steve Martin from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. Mark the Shark DiCarlo just spit up all over the place. Did you ever see a horror movie Steve called Martin. Fucking Dentist that my bastard of a brother made me watch? No. The what, Dentist? It's a horror movie called The Dentist. It's about a dentist who goes ape shit nuts. <laughs> and they have great special effects of showing him pulling out people's teeth and shit. And it was the only horror movie ever that made me throw up. Wow. What the hell does CM Punk shirt say? Something to face. Knees to faces. Okay, that's fine. I got to get a shirt that said crotches to faces. Does you, knees you, to faces sound, you know, rather sexual to you? I mean, they're yeah. marketing the shirt. I mean, knees it's to like, faces. If a chick's knees are in your face, you know what's probably going on. That's it. You can't breathe. Uh, by the way, lift your cups, ladies and gentlemen. Lift yeah, your cups. that was kind of dirty. Yeah. Harmony Boom Boom Sexy now in the studio. Merry Christmas, Harmony. Glad to see the uh, 51% owner of the network uh, on the broadcast now. I don't know if she's going to commentate, but um, uh, we're playing a little bit of a game tonight, Harmony, in that Bronx in, in Bronx, and of course the pay-per-view is in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, home of the uh, New York Nets basketball team, that we, we've been playing this game that any time the Shark has a sexual innuendo comment that everybody listening and Bronx and JJ, they have to take another drink. So, needless to say, we needed the bottle you just delivered because the the filth spewing out of the shark has been exponentially high this evening. Just wanted to set the parameters. Anyways. So, so Harmony just comes down with another bottle. That's awesome. <laughs> but, but Bronx, she can't hear what you're saying, so can we turn up the speaker or something? So, Harmony, no? All right. I can't hear because it's not on the same computer. No, all right, all right, all right. All right. So right now we've got a promo from CM Punk. As you know, CM Punk not wrestling on the show due to some uh, knee problems. He had knee surgery a couple weeks ago at the hands of Dr. James Andrews. And Dr. His, uh, Dr. Kevorkian, what? Dr. Kevorkian, yes. Right, right. Yes, uh, so he's going to be out of action uh, for the rest of the month. Possibly he'll be back in ring next month for the Royal Rumble. A lot of people were upset that he's not stripped of the championship. I know he's had a title for, what, 380 days strong here? Yes. And a lot of uh, WWE purists are saying, well, why isn't he being stripped of the title? What for why? Why would they strip him of the title? He's got a legitimate in uh, injury. You know? Well, What's that? What's that? I ha uh, let me adjust the headphones. What did you say, Harmony? Harmony says he can't compete for 30 days. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? But Well, maybe he'll compete on the 31st day. Who knows? You know? who, who knows? We don't know. Uh, well, I mean, no, I think it's already been 30 days because, wait a minute, now he competed at the last pay-per-view. I don't remember the date of that. And you see, here's the thing. I don't care because the WWE doesn't care. No, they don't the, care. I don't think that they're they're playing the yeah. same old school. If you can't compete for 30 days, you get stripped of the title. And they used to do that all the time in the old N NWA or in WCW in the Ke Kevin Sullivan booking days. Uh, yeah, but that's Shark when it was put over as yep. kind as of legit. Kind of legit, yes, where they had a the quote-unquote board of directors and, you know, and all of that, headed up by Jim Hurd and, and Cowboy Bill Watson in those days, and I remember that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in my humble opinion, why, why take the title off of CM Punk because he's got a legitimate, I mean, it's not like it's a work... Uh, injury. It's it's a legitimate shoot injury that he had surgery for. Well, I mean, you sell it as if you can't compete in 30 days, and this is probably true in, in a lot of other 
real sports you, or in boxing it's not 30 days it's a lot more than that but if you can't compete your strip well here's the thing to the, the wwe purists it's a work the wwe changes the rules whenever they want get over it get a good night's sleep get off the interwebs wow folks it looks like what i thought was going to be tonight's main event match the tables, ladders, and chairs match, the six-man tables, ladders, and chair match, which will end in a pinfall, ladies and gentlemen, is happening right now as Kane makes his entrance down to the ring. It's going to be Kane and his tag team partner, Daniel Bryan, with their partner, Ryback, taking on the team of The Shield, consisting of Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and, of course, Seth Rollins. And is it me, or does this shit on The Shield? I, I mean, look. Having this match now, to me, says, you know what? You're not that big of a deal. If you want to make them that big of a deal, put this match a little later. I mean, look, it's 10 after the hour. This, to me, says that they were this match was forced upon them because of the CM Punk injury, and they're doing an awesome job now of saying, well, this is the best we could give you. Well, I look at it this way. I mean, it's a big deal for uh, for the Shield to debut at this pay-per-view. We haven't seen them in, in action other than coming down and attacking people on Raw or SmackDown or whatever. So this is going to be their in-ring debut tonight on this show. Um, I think WWE's got to play this real careful because you can't have these guys debut and lose tonight. No, because then the whole invasion of the Shield from NXT goes in the toilet and means absolutely nothing. Exactly. So, I mean, it's going to be an interesting match, to say the least. Uh, I will say this. Even if uh, the Shield wins tonight, I don't think Ryback is going to be the one that's, that's going to lose here. I don't think he's the one getting pinned. It's going to be Daniel Bryan or Kane. I think that, that you know what, we can theorize and everything, but maybe, maybe a non-finish or a DQ is the way to go. You keep, can't. Keep both teams strong. You can't have a DQ or a non-finish no, not, here. Not in the, you uh, have to. Yeah, not in a TLC match. Yeah, it's pinfall or submission only. That's right, it. Right. Well, then somebody's going to have to. Uh, and I, I mean, it would be stupid not to put the shield over. Like, why wouldn't you? They're they're, they're your monster, brand new, haven't had a match before heel faction. So, you know, we're about to see Ryback fed more. Well, I will say this on the positive side. I'm thinking now that John Cena and Dolph Ziggler main event this pay-per-view in this ladder match which is good news for Dolph Ziggler because good on Dolph yeah, yeah. Th- I mean this is going to be a big night for him if he does go over John Cena I can't see him losing uh his money in the bank contract tonight I just don't see it happening uh but I mean I think it's great that he's going to be main eventing a pay-per-view with John Cena tonight to end the year it's fantastic well two things I want to bring up and I brought this up on Wrestling News Live last Tuesday is first of all J.J., you were the one who mentioned that, you know, a shield doesn't protect, the sword protects. And now they say tonight, we're bringing the sword. And, and I'm thinking, is that simply just a, a phrase? Or by bringing the sword, does it mean we might see a fourth member come out who will be their sword, their ace in the hole? Yeah, I mean, that was what I said a couple weeks ago. I said the shield protects, the sword uh, strikes the damage to their opponents, right. and that's why I was kind of questioning why are they called the Shield unless they're there to simply protect the title reign of CM Punk. Now, on four down, you had the option of saying would there be interference in this match. I did choose interference, 
we are coming into the first of the year after this. I mean, we are almost at Christmas. We're almost to New Year's. Who have we not seen since SummerSlam? Brock freaking Lesnar. Wouldn't it be interesting to see Brock Lesnar come down tonight, interfere in this match on behalf of the Shield, because I think it's going to be found out that they are working for CM Punk and Paul Heyman and that Brock's going to be involved with this as the sword. He's got it on his chest, folks. Think about it. The sword, maybe under so a hood. Symbolic. No, not under a hood. No. So symbolic. Think about it. Yep. Yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's... Wow, I mean, but 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 would that doing it this early, having Brock come out now when you still have so much more to give? I mean, wouldn't that kind of, you know, in their minds detract from the rest of the pay per view because that's all everyone will be talking about from now on? I, you know what, I don't think it's going to detract from the rest of the pay per view. I think it's going to make it a special moment. Okay, it, you know, it, it closes out the year on a very controversial note for the WWE as far as their pay per views are concerned. And and it sets up for a huge buy rate for next month's Royal Rumble pay-per-view. The Rock returns. If Brock Lesnar makes his presence known tonight, you can almost be assured that he's going to have a match at the Royal Rumble as he still has about 20 dates left on his contract. And, and with the Raw ratings being where they are, look down to see him. <laughs> That'll make people tune into fucking Raw tomorrow night if Brock shows up. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and you know what? Um... Even though the diehard MMA slash UFC fans despise Brock Lesnar, every time he's on WWE television, the ratings go up four or five points, Bronx. And uh, you, you made you referenced it not that long ago on this very show that they can't bust a three. So it's time to bust out the sword. Brock Lesnar. Well, and it's interesting, too, and, and I'm going back. For those of you who haven't heard this, a while back, Trey and JSK had mentioned a pay-per-view and mentioned about Brock Lesnar and what that tattoo means. What the tattoo means is... No, 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 no. Oh, Trey, Trey and, and JSK didn't. Trey and myself did. We had Kurt Angle on the program back in 2010, and he told us the meaning of Brock Lesnar's tattoo. You're right, but I remember, too, Trey and JSK mentioning how ugly they thought the tattoo was. Maybe that's where I got confused. You, you're right, though. You're right. It was Kurt. See? It's getting to me. <laughs> well, for, for those of you that did, maybe didn't hear the interview with Kurt Angle, I will explain to you what Brock's tattoo meant. It basically meant that he felt he had a knife held to his throat by Vince McMahon because he was unable to provide for his family in professional wrestling because if you remember, Brock decided to leave the WWE back in 2004, right after WrestleMania, to pursue a career in the NFL. That didn't happen. He then went to New Japan Pro Wrestling, was the IWGP champion, and was told he couldn't work for any wrestling promotion in the United States. Remember, he signed a multi-year contract with the WWE before deciding to leave. It was like a, I want to say a seven-year contract, maybe a ten-year contract. And so he felt that he was unable to provide for his family, and he felt like he needed to have a symbol of that being a dagger held up to his throat. That was the whole purpose behind the tattoo, according to his, his friend, Kurt Angle. And how awesome would it be to have Brock cut that promo? 
like after tonight, have him himself come out and explain what this is why I'm with these guys. That would be awesome, Bronx. That That would be unbelievable. That would be like CM Punk shooting like he did when he came out on Monday Night Raw and went ballistic on everybody and everything within the WWE from top to bottom, which got, correct me if I'm wrong, the highest rating they've had on Raw in two years. And and if if, if Lesnar did that, although, boy, oh, boy, they, they this last run with, with this last go-around of appearances on TV, they really, really, really severely pared back Brock Lesnar's Mike Tyman gave 95% of it to Paul Heyman. Well, here's my problem with the way they, they brought Brock back. I was very happy with his match with Cena at Extreme Rules, except for the finish. He beat the living shit out of John Cena for John Cena to, uh, to pick up the win and then cut this promo about how I'm injured, I'm okay, I don't know if I'm gone. And then it was like business as usual. Brock leaves and Cena's still the top draw and nothing really changed. Then you brought him back to fight Triple H. Then he quits the company again. So if he came out and cut a promo about why the, the tattoo is there, he was given a shot. He was paid $5 million for a year contract to work 35 dates. I don't think that promo is effective in, in that respect. Well, the promo that, that kills it for me is when Brock basically said, oh, I'm gone. I've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish in the WWE. Really? You know, jobbing? Really? That promo made no fucking sense. None. None. Uh, you know, people will forget about it, and that's fine. But when, if and when Brock does come back, and I'm sure it's when, because he's still got dates, that's something that might come back to bite him in the ass, like when The Rock said, I'll never leave you again. Very true, very true. Let's go ahead and do our quick picks for this particular match. I think Harmony, if I'm not, correct, if I'm not mistaken, picked the... Uh, Okay, Harmony's going with uh, the team of Ryback, Daniel Bryan, and Kane. And she has good logic here. She doesn't think that she didn't think that they would give uh, Ryback two losses in a row, but, you know, who knows? Well, this would be like the third loss in a row, wouldn't it? So that'd be, that'd be three back to back if he does lose here tonight. So Harmony's going with Team Hell No and Ryback. Bronx, who you got? Wow, I'm going to have to uh, go against Miss Boom Boom Sexy, and I have to say, in order to keep this going, are you going to want to hear the Shield talk shit if they job tonight? No, you won't care. I think by hook or by crook, by shenanigans or by fucking anything, maybe even a ref bump and having fucking Brad Maddox come out and take his place. Ah, there it is. Shield goes over, man. Oh, jeez. Wow, Ryback just hit a double suplex to Ambrose and was that Rollins or, or Reigns? Reigns. To uh, Ambrose and Reigns on the ladder. Watch the replay here. No, it was Rollins. No, it was Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins. I, I love Dean Ambrose's facials are unbelievable. You know what? I'm really digging uh, these guys a lot. The Shield and this kid with the black hair and the muscles, JJ. That's uh, Roman Reigns. Roman that, Reigns is... That is the cousin of The Rock. Really? Yes. He is got a fantastic look. If I'm not mistaken, he is the son of uh, Sika. Ah, okay. Of the wild Samoans. So right, he's right. part of the Anoa family. Anoa. Okay, the hardware is getting fucking ridiculous now. Home Depot sponsoring this pay-per-view. Holy shit. I agree. As we see the ladder being brought down on Ryback. Uh, so you're going with the Shield Bronx, correct? Yes. 
Okay, Definitely. so we've got uh, Team Hell No and Ryback from Harmony. We've got The Shield for the Bronx father, Tony Mirabella, as Roman Reigns decides to uh, clear one of the tables, the Spanish announce team, as we're going to see some plunder, folks. Mark the Shark, who you got? SAT going to take a bump. Um, I- I'm of the same opinion as uh, the Bronx father. I think that how in a million years can you push the shield to the moon and then have them job? I... I- I don't know. You you really can't have a non-finish in in a uh, in a TLC match. You can't. But uh, um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure how they're going to do this. But it's I, I can't see them uh, having the Shield lose. I, I really can't. Ryback just went through the announce table, courtesy of the three-man powerbomb by the Shield. So I'll oh, I'll pick shit. the Shield. I'll pick the Shield. Holy! Oh shit. man! And Superman. Super goat. Super goat. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Oh, I thought I sung bad. <laughs> the shield looking dominant as of right now, guys. Yep. Now, here's another one. We, we talk about Brock Lesnar possibly coming down to help the shield. Wouldn't it be interesting if there was an unofficial fourth member of the shield that made their debut here tonight? That would be whom? I'm thinking somebody like a Cassius Ono. Ah, okay. Who would be a great fit in this group? Did you steal that 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 booking? That we are, you're a ripoff, JJ Sexy. Eh? That I, was her idea, damn it. I didn't hear you say that to me. I just did. I said, how you doing? He, uh, Harmony's breaking out the cage, folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, Harmony said it two seconds ago, but I am wearing headphones and can't hear her. Yeah, yeah. But Bro- whatever, I will give Harmony partial credit for this. I don't think Bronx. I don't think you're right, Bronx. I don't think Harmony's busting out any cage tonight. It's not close enough for to Christmas yet. So my pick here, I'm going to pick the Shield to go over here as well. Although I, I think it's going to suck if if Ryback, unfortunately, loses three loses, times in a row, loses another pay per view match again. Though if he gets pinned, he does lose the match. I mean, he loses the match either way. But he won't look weak if he's not the one pinned. True. Right now, he's out of the match after after we're seeing the replay of this three-man powerbomb. Well, I mean, and all of the matches he's been put in, J.J., you have to remember this on pay-per-view, and this is crazy, are matches where he had to lose or win by a pinfall or submission. This is the third match that fucking Ryback has been in that's basically been no rules. So... I don't get that. From a booking scenario, I don't understand it because you're making him have to lose. I, I don't get it. Well, you're right, Bronson. I mean, this all stems back to the cage match where Brad Maddox gives him the Bruce, Bruce Hart not shut uppercut. And, and really, from that point on, it's been the ser- a series of losses and three-on-ones and let's screw Ryback. 18 ways from Sunday as uh, as Daniel Bryan just takes a table right to the esophagus, courtesy of the Shield. Um, yeah, and, and, and really, what is going to happen with Ryback? They, he really n- didn't get his championship shot. Uh, they haven't re- made mention of that. Right now, we, we've, we've got an interesting setup as the What's table. What's your pick, JJ? My pick? I'm yeah. picking the Shield to go over here. All right. Right now, we've got... Uh, Oh, God. We've got Rollins and Ambrose standing on top of the table with Daniel Bryan. (laughs) This is shades of the old Kurt Angle gimmick where he did the angle slam off the top of a table, but they did a superplex, a double superplex, 
to Daniel Bryan. And it was almost a three count, but Kane makes the save. And, you know, I have to apologize for not watching NXT because for me, this is new. For, for you and Shark, it might not be as new as it is for me. But I'll tell you, these motherfuckers can work. They can work. And I got to say, Bronx, if you get the time, PVR it if you have one, VCR it if you still got one. But by any means necessary, watch NXT. It is so entertaining. It's in a really cozy setting in a, in a small arena. Uh, they do a magnificent job. JR is fantastic on the broadcast. And uh, NXT is, in a word, entertaining. Well, you know, JR likes to come out and do the main events for, for commentary. He does a great job. You know, you get to see the, the cream of the crop uh, in the former FCW territory, now known as NXT. Um, I haven't watched the show in a couple of weeks because I haven't been able to catch it. But the last time I watched it, you know, Seth Rollins was still the NXT champion. Yeah. Mind you, they haven't mentioned anything. But you got to remember, those, those shows are uh, some, a, a month old. Yeah, they're about yeah. a month older than, uh, than the current stuff right now. As Jesus. Rollins just thrown oh. off the top of the table. Kane yeah. does oh. a clothesline from the top. What a bump. To Dean Ambrose, who's <laughs> selling it like a champion, nice folks. Bump. I love Dean Ambrose. I got to say, I love, I love the Shield. I think they're money, they're fresh, it's a great new angle, and they can work. Oh, this match, I have to say, I wouldn't have thunk it, man. This match is fucking awesome. Yeah, they're really doing a good job. And you know what? Kane's a great worker in a stupid comedic tag team. Brian Danielson's a great worker in a stupid comedic tag team. But if you look, you know, through all of that, they're fantastic workers, and obviously the Shield are too. I would say that you know, if oh, I had to give an award I, for the most consistent worker of the last twenty years, geez. it'd be fucking Kane. Glenn that guy ja has been Glenn consistent. Jacobs, yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. For the love of God. And I gotta say one thing about Glenn Jacobs. I'm having a bit of a, a misty strip bar flashback. He did hold the title. Uh, in the Miss New Calgary from 1998 while judging the contest with Chris Jericho, Jim the Anvil Neidhart, um, Brett the Hitman Hart, um, and, a, and a cast of thousands. He drank all of them under the table. I thought that was Mark Henry. Uh, no, that was it. No, it was Henry and Edge and Christian. Oh, my God. Different contest. Holy shit. Uh-oh. They just broke the pay-per-view. Jesus. They just went through the barricade, folks. I do have to say in the history of Misty's that Mark Henry drank more than any other three other human beings in this a single night. Roman Reigns with a fucking spear through the barricade, through the barricade to yeah. Kane. I got to channel Joey Styles. Oh, my God. I'll tell you, Roman Reigns has that spear down, baby. He, that spear is fucking sick. I saw him do his spear on Raw. God, who is it to? But... but it's just fucking sick, man. Shades of Bill Goldberg by Roman Reigns. The the crowd Bronx in the Barclays Center in uh, in Brooklyn collectively chanting, "This is awesome!" Oh, and we have a uh, uh, a no slash yes lock. What the hell? Oh, he just let it off to put it yeah. on Seth Rollins, but now now Cut he's off. in trouble because yeah. Roman Reigns hammering down on the back and neck of one Brian Danielson. Ryback is still out after that table bump. Yeah. Another no lock. And how do you feel if you're these guys, man? How do you feel if you're these three young guys, man, and the crowd is chanting, this is awesome. Kudos, man. I'm impressed. And the office is smiling from ear to ear because they're eating it up, and the boys are doing a great job.
Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're the WWE and, and you don't look at this and see what these guys are putting out there tonight, and I love how they're working collectively. Every time one of them's in trouble, another one comes in, in for the save. They're working as a unit. This is brilliant. Brilliant. And let's not forget who the trainers and bookers are down in the former FCW and now NXT. And there's a world of experience down there, if you will, JJ Sexe. And recently we found out that uh, former SNS alumni, uh, the former Billy Gunn, ladies and gentlemen, now working as a trainer on NXT. That's Congratulations. Right. Yeah. It's a long time coming for him. He's been out of the company for a while. And, long time. You know, he, he made that uh, re-debut at the uh, Raw 1000th episode as part of DX, and I'm glad to see that he's finally back with the company in a capacity they could use him. As Ryback is now in the ring and ready to start doing some damage yeah. to folks. Big comeback, hot spot, turnaround. Wow. Chair to the face of Anui. And that was Anui. <laughs> Oh, nice power slam delivered by Ryback to Roman Reigns. Now Seth Rollins about to get his um, his comeuppance. He's coming up, and pretty soon, there it is, he's going down. Thank God Ambrose was there to catch the guy. Yeah. Jesus. And Ryback has a chair. This is good for no one. It's feeding time, folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Whoa. And, and Harmony just asking me, did she pick Ryback? to get the pin i'm pretty sure that she did on four down so and i think it was uh seth rollins that i think you chose to take oh the jesus well, who, who would you have picked oh that's right you told me to pick for you at that point right back oh. setting it up the crowd chanting feed me more like has this been the hottest crowd of a wwe pay-per-view you've seen in a long time meat hook takes dean ambrose wow. down to the ground and that's it he said let's finish it Nice pay-per-view so far. Very entertaining. Much better than Survivor Series Way last month. Way better. That, that was horrible, that horrible. pay-per-view. Yeah. And there wow. we go. Shell Shock delivered to Dean Ambrose. Two. And save. And the shield. The double save. Yes. They were. He was shielded. Yes, he was shielded. <laughs> and for any guys who have matches after this. Good luck I'm with that, Bronx. You're right. Reference. Sorry about your damn luck. Holy shit. Ryback looking pretty dominant coming back from that uh, that huge triple powerbomb through the Spanish announce table. Right now we've got Ryback being double teamed on the outside by Roman Reigns. Where is Goatface in the big red monster? Oh, they're taking a powder right now. I guess. Oh, wow. You know, you talk about getting the crowd over. WWE can't ignore. I mean, I watched Raw Monday and Ryback. when. When the Shield was dominant, first you got the Feed Me More chants in Newark, which were sick. And then Ryback comes out, and, I mean, it was it was a pop that I haven't heard in a long time. Ryback's fucking over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and you know what? Half of the crowd, and, of course, we, we were subjected to the, oh, but it's a Goldberg bite when oh. he first came back after being Skippy Sheffield. But you know what? Yep, yep, most, yep. What it do, what it do. Most of the... The kids in the WWE universe, they don't know oh, who the hell Goldberg is. They're too young. God. So, oh, and Jesus. Oh, shit. Wow. I think and, you just concussed him with the chair. I Fuck me. I think, I think Ryberg's... Ryberg. <laughs> See, I got my... <laughs> Ryback is going to be... He's going to have to change his name to Concussed because, wow, he couldn't even see that coming. Amazing. 
You know, I, I had a good fight with uh, with the former Terminator Ted Hart this week about the upcoming Hart Legacy Wrestling Show, and he made. You know, we were fighting. I'm like, hey, how can you have a whole card here in Calgary, Alberta, frickin' Canada, of multiple man matches? So, you know, there'll be a couple of singles matches that'll be announced later on uh, uh, of the eight matches on the card. But if you look at WWE programming in the last couple of months, there are more multiple man matches than singles matches by about three to one on any given Raw, SmackDown, or pay-per-view. You notice that lately? This is one of the best six-man matches I've ever seen in my life. I think they need to bring back the world six-man tag team titles. No, yep. that ain't going to happen. <laughs> no. Remember that? But, uh, that was WCW. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, the Russians. Yeah, well, you, you had in WCW, you had the Junkyard Dog and uh, who was it? The Rock and Roll Express were the tag champions. Yeah, and uh, you also had, of course, the Freebirds. Ni- the Freebirds, Nikita Koloff, Nikolai, uh, or pardon me, Nikita Koloff, yeah. and uh, the <laughs> Crusher Khrushchev. And Holy what the hell going on here? Rollins climbing up the tall ladder. We've got Ryback on the table. Uh, Ambrose and Reigns holding Ryback down. That's right. It was Ivan Koloff, Nikita Koloff, and Crusher Khrushchev. There you go. There you go. Seth Rollins making his way up the ladder. I think Ryback is going to move out of the way, and Rollins is about to take a severe Uh dump through the table as Ryback on his feet. Not fucking happy, folks. Rollins is about to be the sacrificial lamb. He's trying to climb up the ladder to get away from Ryback. Ryberg. Ryberg. No, he's not Ryberg. <laughs> oh, my Ryberg. God. Well, so, Rollins, there oh! he goes. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he, oh, you know what? He might have been he, hurt right there, yeah, folks. Yeah, he bumped through the first table, and then a piece of frame from the table he caught on the back of his neck. And as somebody oh, who fell oh, on the cur- curling ice about a month ago and split the back of my head open for 12 stitches the hard way, I can, uh, I can empathize with that. God damn, did you? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no extreme sports in curling there, Shark. I don't know what's going on there, but... Uh, and I slipped and took a bad bump. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, shit. Daniel Bryan about to go through the table. Goodbye, Goatface. Goatface has hit the table. Reigns. Daniel Bryan takes the fall. Oh, what the hell? Daniel Bryan has, has lost this match for his team members. Wow. Courtesy of a sit-down powerbomb by Roman Reigns through the table. Whoa. That was a five-star match. It was a five-star match, and it happened just like I said it would, except I think I chose... No, I think I did choose Roman Reigns to get the pin. Did you? On Daniel Bryan, so right. I might have gotten full points for that. Bonus points? Yes. Wow. All I'm right. What a, look at that train wreck. This match brought to you by Home Depot, as Bronx said earlier. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, I did not know prior to this evening that, in fact... Uh, Roman Reigns. That Roman Reigns, in fact, was from the world-famous Inouye family. Yeah, he is yeah. the cousin. And, and I see the uh, likeness. I mean, he, he does look a lot like... Uh, Umaga. You know, he he looks does. like Umaga. So, but he is, I believe, the son of Sika, if I'm not mistaken. So. Sika and Alpha. Wow. wow. Who be pinned or made to submit, and I have Daniel Bryan. Now, who got the pin? Roman Reigns. Ah, fuck. I got Dean Ambrose. Okay. So, I got right. half of that one. All right. I'll live with that, but I gotta say, Jeez. you know, successful debut for the Shield. Look at him; he does look like Umaga. He does. He a lot. He a lot skinnier version of Umaga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot hey, better built. This was brilliant. Remember I have the, to applaud this. Remember brilliant the Islanders? Remember the Islanders? Yes. Yeah. I remember the, the Samoan SWAT team. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Ryback, the only member of his team still standing, folks. The SST in, in world-class championship wrestling was money. Yes. Oh, so good. Samoan SWAT team, of course, we yeah. didn't know, was Rikishi and uh, Samu. Samu, yeah. managed by uh, the late, it? great buddy Jack Roberts was for it a time. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Well, well, here's why this worked. Did you guys see the frustration on Ryback when Daniel Bryan got pinned? You saw him grab his head and be like, oh, fuck, you know. Um, Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, but it works. I, I think it works. No, I don't mean are you kidding me about that, Bronx. I'm watching the, the Slim Jim commercial with with with, with, with Slim Miz and Slim... Uh, oh Caitlin and Kofi. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't have that iconic Randy Macho Man Savage spokesman for Slim no, Jim. but. Uh, we do have three others. I'll tell you what, on that note, that was an awesome match. Let's take our uh, next commercial break while they get order restored here at the pay-per-view. Um, so we'll be right back with more uh, Sunday Night Showdown covering the TLC pay-per-view. and Hopefully Jerry won't have another heart attack. Got a special commercial break for oh, you guys. You st- Bronx, yeah. this one's go for on, you, buddy. This one's for you, buddy. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall. You're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Adios. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to WNL's epic rap battle of history. In the blue corner, I don't know what he weighs and I don't really care. Longtime caller and listener to Wrestling News Live, ladies and gentlemen, he is the master of disaster, Anthony Farley. And in the red corner, waiting to defend his honor on Wrestling News Live, he is the unofficial third leg of the tripod. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bronx father, Tony J. Mirabella! Is this the joke? Bronx wants to rap against me. You better not choke. I'll go iron chic on you and make you humble. You want you have to realize something. Me winning this rap is like a jet. Losing is likely. That's fine with me. Because like your everyday life, you can't see me. But what if uh, if I were the victor? Could you deal with losing to a caller? Here's someone hoping to make AJ his. He'll be lucky to get some apocalypse. You're one of the legs of the tripod. Sadly, that leg happens to be a little stunted. Don't get me wrong. You earned your spot. Worked hard to get, get it. But you think you're tough by living in NYC? Why don't you be like Hurricane Sandy and blow me? Now, 
NYC and just like John Cena, Farley can't see me. He wants to call me out here on Wrestling News Live, but just like in the job market, he can't survive. Talking stupid in the chat room, thinks his jokes are rich, but at the end of the day, he just sounds like a bitch. Maybe now you realize, Farley, the mistake you made. If you were in a chicken's ass, you still couldn't get laid. You dumb fuck. Your jokes suck. Out of luck. Now you're lying face down with your head in the muck. Church bells may ring when Farley calls a show, but listenership drops to an all-time low. Do you understand now that my rock are sick? Wonder how you can rap while you're sucking a dick. Now you stuck <laughs> in it. This was your choice. This destruction's nauseating like the sound of your voice. This is the mistake you've made since you were born. Just like when you bought that horse, Monkey Jungle Cat born. You want to be the Bronx father. You want it so bad, but your pathetic attempt at humor, it really is sad. When you call into the show, you think your balls are brass, but then you have to hang up with my foot up your ass. The only ammo you have is to call me blind. I'm glad I can't see it when you take it from behind. Now you have to walk away with your head held low and tell everyone that Bronx owned you during the show. It amounts to abuse the way you just got beat, because now I own your ass. I've even got the receipt. Yo, monkeys, it's me, TTP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to JJ on the S&S Network or the S&S Radio. You choose. Stay tuned or you will feel. Coming back. All right, guys, we're back right here. Sunday Night Showdown covering the TLC pay-per-view. And, of course, right now we're in the middle of a Divas Championship match. It's, it's over, thank God. So much for quick so, so much for quick picks. Well, you know, that's what happens when they throw a match on there. We take commercial break. Eve retained the belt. This was not a match that I believe we knew about going into the pay-per-view. They no. had a number one contendership on the, uh, on the YouTube page prior to the show in which Naomi got the win. A very athletic Naomi, one of the dancers for Brodus Clay, uh, got her title opportunity tonight on the pay-per-view against reigning champion Eve Torres. And uh, we just saw it, Eve Torres with the pinfall over Naomi. So still your women's champion, your divas champion, Eve Torres. Of course, I'm joined right here in the studio by the very vocal Mark the Shark DiCarlo. Harmony Boom Boom sitting over here to my side, not on a microphone. Not feeling too well tonight, so we won't bring her on the show. And, of course, joining us via satellite from New York City. Satellite? Okay, Skype. Skype. I was trying to make it more important than it was. I, uh, Skype, Skype satellite. Skype, yeah, let's Skype go with that. Satellite. Yeah, yeah. Joining us via the Skype satellite feed, we have the uh, the first ever WNL epic rap battle winner, the Bronx Father. Yeah, when the hell did that happen again? A couple weeks ago. Right. Do we have that on tape? I have that entire segment on tape, and it will be... A part of the... Uh, Christmas craptacular? No, no. No? no. It's going to be part of the year-end... Review? Uh, year, Yeah. The, basically the best of 2012. When is that airing? Live. New Year's Day. New Year's Day. No live show. It's going to be aired. 
It's going to be pre-taped. I'm going to put that together. So we can turn the turn the sound down on all of our college football uh, bowl mania action on New Year's Day and listen to the year in review from the network here. Probably it will be made available for archive earlier in the day. But I'm going to broadcast it live oh, on Tuesday night, oh, really? normal time slot for Wrestling News Live. So it will air at uh, what time do we usually go on? Nine p.m. Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> I've had well, I've had a couple. Sorry. So, me too. Me too. I'm 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 good. So you're you're gonna do you're gonna do a live you're gonna do a live show at WNL on Christmas Day? No, we're no. not. We are doing a Christmas craptacular. Uh, prior to Christmas Day that will be made available right. for Christmas Day. Oh, okay. All right. You know what's ironic? JJ and I are drinking, and the guy who sounds the most drunk is Shark. <laughs> Excuse me? What? what? Did you say something? Wow. That was my best Foster Brooks impersonation. Are you metabolizing oxygen as ethanol at this point? I mean, what's up? Uh, you know the the amount of alcohol consumption in the studio here tonight. I guess some some of it via osmosis is rubbing off on me. So the last official WNL live version of the year is going to be Tuesday night this week coming up. Okay, but when, and when is the crap craptacular craptacular going to air? It's going to air yeah. via download. Okay. on the twenty fifth, it will be made ah, available okay. for on people Christmas to download. Day. All right, on Christmas Day nice. while they're opening their presents. They can go download the show and listen to the craziness. Turn, turn off, turn off the, the caroling and the Christmas music and cut right to the chase and listen to the craptacular. And I think Bronx is doing something special. I haven't talked to him in the last couple days, but uh, I've given him a homework assignment of something to do for the craptacular. Ah. How's that coming, Bronx? Well, I had an idea that I, I hopefully will be able to implement well. by the time we do it. Um, I, I had an idea that's a little different Yet the same. I won't go into more detail, but I'll pass it by you and you let me know what you think about it when I'm done. But I'll, I'll definitely be ready, brother. I got my homework down. I think we need to get the uh, video department here at the SNS Radio Network and give them, oh, and, and give them a, uh, an assignment, if you will, from Teacher Sexay. And, and I, I think we need, it's time, it's damn time, that we amass the best of the managerial career of J.J. Allcap Sexay. There's quite a bit of footage of it, if you think about it. And I know who has it. Do you? I do. I have some footage myself. Okay. I, I think we need the The world is, is, is waiting with bated breath and anticipation of the best of the managerial career of J.J. Sexay. Well, you know, I'd like to even go back further and try to get yeah. some of those up. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh-oh. I'd like to go back further and get some of the old Stampede shows that I was doing uh, commentary with Tim Stein on Yep, to give people a taste of what commentary with J.J. Sexay is like. Well, the first video I saw with J.J., and unfortunately I didn't download it and save it, now it's gone. The one website that had it, it's gone. It doesn't work anymore. Was, it's on and, Facebook, and this, man. Yeah, but I can't find it. You're going to have to send, send that to me separately at some point. Was when you came out <laughs> being the prick that you <laughs> and you offered, you made the fans actually think they were going to get free DVDs and free pizza. This motherfucker bought out like 20 pizza boxes, and that's all the fans were looking at. They're like, all right. 
and both the DVD You stole that gimmick from Ravenous Randy Myers, didn't you? Well, okay, let me explain how this came about. It was awesome. Let me, let me explain to you how this all came about. Um, Ravenous Randy Myers, who was trying to become the, uh, the North American heavyweight champion, which was the big belt in Stampede Wrestling. Um, Held at that time by? By my charge, um, Chris Steele. Sex Appeal Chris Steele, Well, that's yes. what you called him. Yeah, yeah. It he was, did, it was, he it hated was, that. It was Sex Appeal Chris Steele, the real deal Chris Steele. Real deal, yeah. It was just Chris Steele, okay? Um, anyway, for those of you that don't know, I actually interjected myself as the ring announcer. Um, they had a big triple threat uh, match for the, for the North American Championship, which was vacated at the time. It was a tables match. Um, or excuse me, it was it was a it was a three fall match, and the last fall was a table. Two out of three falls. Last fall was a table. Okay, at the Bonus Sportsplex, if I yes. recall. Yes. And what happened was, is I came out in the main event. You had the Joel Gertner on too, took didn't you? Took the microphone from Harmony, who had been ringing out there all night. Yes. Cut a scathing promo. <laughs> and on for my those wife. of you that didn't say hear what she said in the studio here, she said, "Asshole." Cut a scathing promo on Harmony and told her this is what the main event should be like. Let me show you how real ring announcing is done. Oh, shit. And you had the neck brace on. No, I no, did not. No neck brace then? Not at that point. No, no okay, all right. further down the road. All right. But anyway, I came out and uh, basically was at ringside for this particular match. And, in fact, Jinder Mahal was in the match. Yes. And uh, I basically saved Chris Steele at one point by pulling Jinder Mahal off of him. And uh, I thought the fans were absolutely oh. going to jump the fucking guardrail and kick your fat ass. I really did that they night. They hated me. you that night. Yeah, they wanted that, to that was me. great heel heat. It was uh, because I was one of the beloved ring announcers in that promotion. Yes. And so. I'm standing back with Jason Kid Clevitz over by the concession, as you might imagine. And we were killing ourselves laughing. So uh, basically it came down to the finish. A big superplex by Randy Myers um, to Chris Steele on the table that was set up. The ref had been bumped prior to this, this setup. So Randy Myers superplexes Chris Steele into the table. And I go into the ring. They're both out of it. And I pull Chris Steele over top of Randy Myers so that when the ref wakes up, he sees that Chris Steele has put Randy Myers through the table. This began the reign of Chris Steele as the North American Championship with me as his manager, and we had all kinds of fun. It's amazing you got out of the Bonas Sportsplex that night with your life. It was fun. It was fun. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was Bronx. It was awesome. And, and there was a good crowd in the house that night, too. As we see, Seamus eat some steel right in the lip. And uh, once again, the, the, the interaction between Seamus and show is uh, second to none. I have not seen the big show look this good with an opponent as he has looked in the last little while with Sheamus. I agree. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here. I'll start things out with quick picks. I am picking Big Show to retain the title tonight. I think Big Show retains here. Uh, Harmony, oh, Harmony picks Sheamus to go over. Uh, Bronx Father, who you got? I got Big Show retaining as well. I think that um, Sheamus is good chasing. Sheamus might even be well-pressed to move on to a different storyline after tonight. And, um, yeah, I got the Big Show, man. I, I just think I like, I'm liking his title run. And Sheamus has a lot to do with it. I'm digging Sheamus as uh, the babyface chasing. I think since Sheamus has lost the belt, his stock has gone up. Better. Way better. 
Yeah. He was stale as the champion. We said that on this very show a number of times. Uh, Shark, who you got? Show for the uh, aforementioned reasons. By the way, uh, as I was confirming up uh, one half of the New Japan Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions this week for the shows here in January, a bit of a message to pass along to you from the former Lance Hoyt, now Lance Archer. And he said that the drinking contest will be reconsummated and get your, your drinking hat on. Okay. Yep. Um, back, back, back to, <laughs> since we've done our quick picks, back to the story. I was going to tell you guys yes. how the pizza box idea came to fruition. So yeah. Chris Steele had about a six-month reign with me as his manager. We also had Pistol Pete Wilson, the storyline brother of TJ Wilson, Correct. who we now know as Tyson Kidd yes. here in Calgary. And basically what, what came up to this is that Randy Myers had been promising the crowd at pizza. the Stampede shows pizza when he won the championship. When, yes, so what I did was it was the it was the Christmas show, the last show we did before Christmas. I can't remember the name of it. It was Christmas too. It was a it was a Christmas show, and what? I came out and cut this promo. I had uh, I had some gimmick stuff. The ma- the, the match was going to be a fans bring the weapons for the title. Okay, so we had a lot of gimmick stuff happening in this particular thing. I cut a promo earlier in the night where I had all these pizza boxes set up that I got from one of the local pizza joints. They were completely empty. There was nothing in them at all. You should have seen J.J. after he ate 23 fucking pizzas. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I, got, I bought empty pizza boxes. Thank you very much. Anyway, Bullshit. Yeah, fuck off. Anyway, um, so I had all everything set up on the table. Get in the ring, uh, and I've got these DVDs that were the best of Ravenous Randy Myers. I come out, and I say that I'm going to give the crowd the DVDs. I come out to a pop. I'm the, I'm the heel manager, the most over-heel manager in the, in, the, in the company, okay? I come out and say I'm going to give these DVDs to the fans, whoever cheers the loudest, because after tonight, Ravenous Randy's not going to be in the company anymore. He's going to be, it's going to be done because he was injured. And, of course, uh, I basically said, well, let's go over what's, what's on this DVD, and... I open it up, and there's nothing in the case, and I say absolutely nothing, much like the career of Ravenous Randy. Nothing. Nothing. So the crowd, of course, is booing me at this point, and I basically said, you know, and on me, since Ravenous Randy won't win the big one tonight, I bought pizza for each and every one of you. But what you didn't see because you were in the ring cutting the scathing promo is Myers in the back peeking through the curtain laughing his ever-fucking-head off. At you. Yeah, I know he was. Yeah, yeah. I know he was. But so what came about was I get on the microphone as I'm leaving, and I say, you know, enjoy the pizza. And, of course, you see all these kids run from one side of the arena over to the table. Well, it was, it was mainly kids, and then some adults came up from behind. And I had kids throwing pizza boxes at me. It was fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, Once again, say, the entire the- crowd wanted to fucking kill you. Didn't you take a pizza box shot as you were leaving? I took a pizza box to the face. Yes, somebody threw yeah, a pizza box at I me. I saw that, and you you sold it great. You were like, okay, and just kept going. It was awesome. JJ got some fucking heat, and it was around Christmas, you bastard. Yeah, it, it was Christmas. In fact, I believe it was... Uh, he got we more had, heat. We, we had the SmackDown versus Raw video game. I can't remember which one it was. Um, I guess it was, 2000, it was 2008. SmackDown versus Raw 2008 just come out. I had a fake Xbox box designed and a gimmicked version of the game that wasn't a real game. It was just, you know, a copy. Because in the Fans Bring the Weapons match, we figured we'd use different weapons. So I had one of those. Uh, A friend of mine came up with the idea of we should take a Wii box 
like it's a full Wii in, in the in the thing and use it in a spot during the match. So I throw the box to Chris Steele, and Ravenous Randy kicks him in the gut and takes it, throws it down on the ground, and then DDTs him into the box and yells out, Wii DT! It was great. No. It was fucking great. No, we yes. DT. We DT. So he hits the DDT on the empty box, and of course people think there's an actual we in the damn thing. And of course, uh, Shark made mention to the fact that I had a neck brace. Well, this was the result of the neck brace. Later on in the match, Smith Hart. Smith. Smith yes. Hart was the special guest referee. I was screwed by the Hart family on that particular night. Smith Hart was the special referee and was in Ravenous Randy's back pocket, obviously. But Pistol Pete comes down to interfere at one point. Uh, Wretch Worthington, who was a, an associate of ours, came down to interfere. That's right. He said Wretch. Wretch. Yes. yes. So I hit Ravenous Randy with a chair, and, of course, as I turn around and posture to the audience and start talking shit, I turn around, Smash! and Randy smashes me in the face with the chair. I'm down. Pistol Pete Wilson comes in to assist. He gets back body dropped, and it gets turned into a 450 splash on yours truly. He lands on my upper midsection close to my neck. So for three months after this, I wore a fucking neck brace. It was the second. It. it was the second fucking coming Bronx of Joel Gertner. The only thing missing was the bow tie and the fucking neck brace. It was. Oh, it was wow. so funny. And so, so for three months, I had the fucking neck brace at every show. You know, and I will say the last official Stampede show. You did sell it, though. I did sell it. The last official, because I would be cutting a promo, and then I would stop, and I'd be like, oh, my neck. Ah. So for three months, I wore the neck brace everywhere. You know, when I got to the arena, I made sure I had the fucking neck brace on. So the last official uh, show we had for Stampede at that point in 2008 uh, was... I believe it was it that was it the Bonus Sportsplex. It was. It yeah. was the last. It was the last Stampede show. Yeah. Period. On that particular night, the tag team titles were up for grabs, and both Chris Steele and Pistol Pete Wilson were managed greatly by the manager of champions. Yours truly, I managed the North American champion and the tag team champions, the international tag team champions right. in my career in Stampede. So, and I've got a pretty successful record. And and you know what? It was that whole thing was over so much. It killed the promotion. Yes. Stampede Wrestling, it was, was, yes. was, it was the fault of J.J. Sexay, right. never to return ever again. The 53-year legacy uh, of Stu Hart died, killed, yes. and fucking buried by, oh. by Mr. Money on the Mic himself. Yes, that's right. Well, yeah, that's what we, happened. We do have a pay-per-view going on. I got to say, man, I enjoyed that, J.J. Seriously, cool. I mean, I like it, but I've been watching this match, too. And this has been great. Famous, a fucking, the big show is throwing more chairs in the ring than TNA will sell for fucking their pay-per-view in the Alamo Dome. Yeah, but he's not throwing more chairs in the ring than uh, Cactus Jack and, and Terry Funk from ECW. No. Oh, yeah, can you believe funny. that, Bronx, that the TNA is going to attempt to do a pay-per-view in the 48 48- thousand seat alamo dome what's up with that well i mean if you want to hear what i think is up check out wrestling news live or tna chat well there was no tna chat this week unfortunately but uh, i mean on wrestling news live i gave my opinion all right vader bomb vader bomb from the top through the chair onto sheamus vader time it's time 
But in any event, oh. I, I think it's totally ridiculous. I, I won't get into it again, but Which, check out Wrestling News Live. Well, I, I was thinking we should have a family reunion, you know, and like rent out the biggest fucking. We should, we, should, we should rent the Saddle Dome, Shark, for a, for a family picnic to that's get gonna have 20 people. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Because it makes sense. We got all that area to fucking play in. I mean, it makes sense. Let's do it. Yeah. Because they can set it up for our needs. Right. They so can give us a quarter of the arena. I you know, know, I know. Has has the ca- uh, go ahead. Dead? Go ahead, Bronx. No, I said, as, um asking Shark, has J.J. been drinking steadily? I have. Am I must learn. Mightily. Don't sound like I'm drunk. Mightily and steadily. That's it. Uh, yeah, no, he's a... Uh, White noise. Are you into that second? To the show? Oh, oh are you into that second bottle yet? I have started the second bottle. Wait, is it the same as the first, or is it a different flavor? It's. it's oh, it's Captain Morgan's. It's yes. It's spiced rum. Well, that's what I had before. Was the Bacardi spice? We well, had the Oakheart Bacardi spice. Okay, yeah. so now we which got one Captain do you like Morgan. better? I need, I need to know. Oh, he's drinking Bacardi. Fuck. I like I like Captain Morgan. You like Captain Morgan better? Just because I like to do the Captain pose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Shut up, fucker. Yeah, he, he killed the first bottle of Bronx, and now he's on to the second. So, you know, this will be the, the spiced Christmas edition of Sunday Night Showdown. Not to be confused with the wild turkey edition of Sunday Night Showdown. Well, my vision is a little blurry now and more What do you, what do you mean you? now? It's always been blurry. <laughs> Jeez. Fuck Expl- you. Explain now. <laughs> Get the Vaseline out of your eye. Cody was just, just, Cody wasn't just left. Vaseline out of his eye. What the hell did you just say, Bronx? It could, don't worry. If he gets out of hand, I'll, I'll, I'll clothesline him. Oh my God! Can you imagine the filth and frivolity? Oh, the mass weapon of destruction is administered by the Big Show right to the angle of the jaw oh. of of Sheamus and rolls up the leg. One, two, and kick out. Wow, so close. Can you can you imagine the filth and frivolity that's going to take place in New York City should the three of us actually get together for WrestleMania weekend? I'm planning on it, Bronx. I'm booked. You better get ready. He's booked. Uh, you know, oh, well, I, it's going to be the four of us. I mean, Harmony's going to be there too. I mean, come on. You know. <laughs> I get Yeah, I know. He Joe, we're not going to get be able to get JJ in that much trouble. Although we could give Harmony, JJ's credit card, send her off shopping to 42nd Street and Avenue of the America, uh, Bronx, and then we could go further up 42nd and really get in trouble. Don't don't call it Avenue of the Americas, please. Oh, sorry. It sickens me. It's 6th fucking Avenue. Fuck whoever came All up right. with that. All right. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think it was uh, Mayor Giuliani, wasn't it? Well, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. My favorite mayor, man. I mean, the current guy we got, the hate I could spew for him. If there's one motherfucker who just I would love to see, like, Blo- just... Bloomberg? I, I, I fucking hate him. God damn, look at the size of this gigantic Look at that chair. Show. What the hell is that? That's Andre the Giant's fucking chair. That's Big Show's personal chair. God damn. Good night, Seamus. Yep. So Big Show retains with the help of a fucking massive chair. That's the biggest motherfucking folding chair I've ever seen in my life. That chair is big enough to seat Yokozuna's fat ass. And that's saying something. That's a big ass chair. That's a, well, excuse me, but that's a big ass. That's a huge bitch. 
Seamus got in uh, a lot of offense tonight, but wow. So you're going to tell me that that a big chair, as opposed to a smaller chair, makes the difference in the end? Absolutely. The big chair. It's bigger, and it, it, I mean, here we go with the replay. Ouch. Missed, uh, weapon of mass destruction off of the missed super kick. And here's that Yokozuna-sized chair. Wow. Well, unbeknownst to Shark, you know, size does matter. You've been talking to my ex-wife? L-Train asking a very interesting question in the chat. What's that line from? That's a huge bitch. I'm pretty sure it's from the animal. It is. And from Deuce Bigelow. Deuce, Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, that's a huge bitch. They were doing it in every fucking Sandler and Rob Schneider movie. Yeah, correct. That's a huge bitch. Yeah, yeah. Deuce Bigelow is where it got started. By the way, Martin Short and Paul McCartney on Saturday Night Live last night, Bronx and J.J., if you guys haven't seen it, catch a replay or go on YouTube. Oh, my God, was it funny. Wow. I can't imagine how funny it was. You know, I've only missed one pick tonight, and I hope that's a reflection on everybody here on the network. You know, I want to close the year strong on four down, man. Well, hopefully everybody voted tonight because that, that's well, what's messing us up. I think people that aren't voting need to be, like, excommunicated from the group. If well, you're not Sean's voting, the, then you're not part of the group anymore. Well, Sean said he was going to stalk people via email tonight, so hopefully he got people to you well, know, remember I'm, to I'm, vote. I'm throwing down the decree. Starting in the new year, if you're not making active picks, you're not part of the group. We, I mean, we, we need the fucking points. If you, you know, I mean, seriously, that's the whole point. Doesn't matter how many members we have. What matters is the choice of the picks that we do, and that we have consistent people picking. So I manage to do it every fucking show, whether it's TNA or WWE. If you guys can't do the same, then you're going to be excommunicated from the group. It's not the personal, but it is what it is. See, excommunicated sounds to me though like religious. Like I can just see JJ next year with a cross. The power of Christ compels you. You will be leicized or liaisized. From my fucking page, if you don't fucking make your picks, people. Leah-sized, exercised, circumcised, everything. You're, you're going to get your head cut off, everything. If you don't make your fucking picks and piss off J.J. Sexay, you're out. I, I tell you what, I want to get with Andy Knowles and get him to it. Praise Jesus. Uh, if you don't make your picks, uh, praise God. Uh, you'll be removed from the group. Uh, and I got to ask you, last Sunday, uh, Bronx, what the hell was the power smoking? Because he went off on this tangent in about minute 28. And I don't think he took a breath till about minute 35. You remember what, what he was talking about? Well, that you know, that's what you get with the power. I, I think he was talking about tattoos. I mean, I don't know. It's like <laughs> I know, and you didn't. It was so funny because I was listening, and he was going on this diatribe, and then he threw it back to you, and there was a pause. There was dead air, and you were like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was so like, funny. It was really funny. I was just, I was laughing so hard, I was fucking crying. You were just like, well, "What?" It was almost like. Andy Knowles was like my JSK last week. I mean, it was like, you know, at the the craptacular when JSK was like, well, you know, Christmas isn't celebrated just all over the world, but the whole planet, too. And that's kind of how I felt. Like, Power said some shit, and I was sitting there like, all right, response, response, response. What? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I listened to that show via the archive, 
I'm sorry. Uh, the other day on the way to work and at work and it's on the way home. It's amazing you didn't hit a car while listening. I, you know what? <laughs> I, I just I couldn't believe it was the hoo-hoo edition and the milking the prostate version of W or excuse me Sunday Night Showdown. I couldn't believe that. I was like, I've never heard those phrases uttered on this show. I think for shits, I think for shits and giggles, Andy Knowles should do a show with Tim Stein, just for shits and giggles. That would be funny. Anyways, so okay. here we go <clears throat> with the six-man tag. It's the three MB versus uh, apparently now a babyface Alberto Del Rio. But I don't. I'm not really sure whether the fans are buying it. They're not really cheering for him for coming in and defending. The SAT, the Spanish announced team. What I'm praying with, for right here. With the help of Miz and, and Eddie Munster. I'm hoping we don't see a double turn and like we fucking see ADR end up going with the three man band and he's the guy with the ukulele who goes, My horse and cottage. Ukule- they don't have ukuleles in Mexico, do they? I am Alberto del Rio and I'm the leader of the four man band. But you well, already knew no. that. You desire, senora. Here's the no, thing is that the crowd isn't buying Miz is a baby face either because it was such a fucking soft turn. You know what I want to see? I want to see Ricardo come down as himself in wrestling attire. You know, I want to see him, like, maybe get fired by Del Rio. And instead of coming out in a nice sports car, he rides down on a donkey. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. Kind of you know, like Bobby the Brain Heenan at WrestleMania riding on the top of a camel. Yeah, but like yeah. his ring entrance from now on, he rides down on a donkey. A donkey, the ring. right. Yeah. That'd be funny. I think it'd be great. He could feud with Alberto Del Rio as a heel, right? He could, he could He could. Feud, he could, he could feud with fucking Hornswoggle, for fuck's sake. Yes. He could have a three-way match with Hornswoggle. No, no. Hornswoggle could ride on the back of the donkey. <laughs> well, they could have a, uh, they could have like a bestiality three-way between... Hornswoggle, what the fuck is this? The Brooklyn Brawler, You're kidding and me. Gentlemen. It is. It's Steve Lombardi wearing a Brooklyn Nets. He looks like John Cena circa Hat. 2004. Yeah. Only not oh as athletic. Oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. Wait You're a minute. kidding. Somebody just, hold on, came into my door. Vince Russo, welcome to Sunday Night Showdown. <laughs> I need a drink. So what we're going to do. Jesus. What we're going to do is we're going to bring out the Brooklyn Brawler because, after all, we're in Brooklyn. Wow. You know what I mean? We're in Brooklyn. We're in Brooklyn. So wow. we bring out the Brooklyn Brawler, you know, and the next night on Raw, we draw a five-point tree. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right, Vince, get the fuck out of here. Wow. Um, I, can't, know, I, mean, I can't believe they're doing this. It's almost like. No, no, I can because 3, three MB is going to go over. Yep. They're going to pin the Brooklyn Brawler, goddammit. Yeah, he'll job. Yeah. He'll job. The Brooklyn Brawler. Blind tag. Blind tag. I say he goes under the ring, puts on the mask and and the helmet, and comes back out as kimchi. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would have told me in 2012, it must really be the end of the world for the Brooklyn Brawler to almost main event a WWE pay per view in Brooklyn, New York. Are you fucking kidding me? In Brooklyn. Are you fucking kidding me? If I told you that on the pre-show that this was going to happen, you'd look at me and you'd go, Shark, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> right? Well, and now we're watching it. Well, if you, you know, if you've, you've ever been to Brooklyn, it's a place where, you know, you hold your butt cheeks. You don't have to take a shit in it. I mean, so. I Thanks mean, for you know, sharing yeah, that with us. 
What's that? Tell thanks me. For, he, th- thanks for sharing that. Tell with me. Us. He just didn't say that. He wow. said that. He did. Quinn really. Uh, wow. Is that a ladder on the back of Drew's tights there? For the pockets, it looks like ladder. Yeah, it, it's a ladder design on the tights. That's pretty cool for the TLC pay per view. I just noticed that. Came Look at that. It looks salary. like ladders. <laughs> wow. Steve Lombardi's got to be 50 freaking five years old. Like, he's fucking older than I am, for Christ's sake. You know, if you were going to add a fourth member to the three man band, why not John Morrison? Because they got the same attire, practically. I know. Oh, John Morrison is wrestling in Dragon's Gate, USA. And, uh,. Looking like a million bucks. I caught their iPay-Per-View the other night, and uh, he looks great. Speaking of iPay-Per-Views, I got to say that the uh, the DGUSA pay-per-view uh, a week ago last night with um, the Super Smash Brothers against El Generico and Samurai Del Sol, go on YouTube, watch that match, and you'll just go for 12 minutes, 15 minutes, you'll go holy shit about 85 freaking times. And, uh, by the way, listen to the post-show tonight because we're going to let the cat of the proverbial bag about the roster so far in Heart Legacy Wrestling. And you'll be shocked and amazed. Um, are we doing, like, quick picks for this fucking nonsense? Or Well, or you know, we it wasn't an official match, but why not? Let's go ahead and start things off with you, Bronx. Oh, the Brooklyn Brawlers team. Shark. It's a Brooklyn Crab. <laughs> Are well, you kidding me? He tapped. The Brooklyn Brawler gets the tapped. win. They put over Steve Lombardi in Brooklyn. I was actually going to go with uh, the 3MB. So over, was but... I. So was I. I got to be honest. Well, there we go. So ADR, Who's the now Miz, a baby face. and the Brooklyn Brawler go over in this impromptu match. That kills all the heel heat for a 3MB, wow. eh? Well, it was a fun little match. Terrible. You know, they needed something to kind of get the crowd buzz down before the ladder match so. I, I, I almost thought that that you know i'm ready for the goon and and doink the clown and everybody circa 1983 84 to come out i, I was actually hoping tl hopper would come out and you know, tl hopper yeah you know with his fucking plunger that he named bessie oh. or whatever the fuck you know and i know, you know TL, tl had a name for the plunger you know for those who don't know who tl hopper was he was also known on the on the uh the wrestling circuit as the dirty white boy correct yes in from uh, memphis championship wrestling dirty yeah. white boy yeah so, and we just saw The Rock in different various stages of HGH. So he's, you know, HGH back, definitely. And you know, they're saying that The Rock's going to be working a lot of events in January, which leads me to believe they're taking the belt off CM Punk and putting it on The Rock. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I really think that The Rock's going into WrestleMania the champion. You might be right, JJ, because they want to get over that three point zero hump of ratings, and they haven't been able to do it. Not for a no, while, the, the as, as Bronx said. The hump's at 2.5? Yes. All right. That's basically where they've been. 817 Mountain Time, ladies and gentlemen, and it's time for your main event. So these, these guys are going to go a while. Yeah. Well, I would expect no less. Yeah. Good on Dolph Ziggler. Finally main eventing a pay-per-view. Let's just hope he wins. I mean, there's a lot Whoa, of speculation that... that John Cena could conceivably go over here. Um Speaking of conceive, there's AJ. <laughs> Raise your drinks. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you'll notice you'll notice that I laid low with the sexual innuendo while Boom Boom was in the studio. I, I couldn't do it. It's just not fun. I love Boom Boom, but it's just not fun spewing the sexual venom with her in the studio. I just I feel uncomfortable, so I didn't do it. 
All right, I hear you. Now we get like a 10-minute fucking promo of what's been going on with John Cena and AJ. And Scandal Unleashed. AJ with various states of facial expressions. Did I just say facial? Oh, raise a drink. I just oh, put I'd it down. No, oh, raise it up again. Fucker. Damn it. <laughs> I'd love to give her a facial. Ah, raise it up again. Bronx. Shut up, with, Bronx. With the subsidiary sexual innuendo. Excellent. This might this might make what you got to put some mix in with that. Woo! <laughs> I mean, oh. I, I mean, I might like is uh, Harmony's not listening right now. No, right? no, no. She's up. She's gone. She's not I mean, like, in the studio. Yeah. Me and JJ. Me, oh my God. JJ, you got to put some mix in that. I did. All right, oh, wait, okay. Stop, all right. Stop. Stop. Me and AJ. Me and AJ. Did you just say you and JJ? No. What AJ. the fuck, Bronx? <laughs> Shut up, you sick Jesus, bastard. Bronx. I didn't say it. He did. I wonder I, who's getting drunker. I think I think JJ's uh, leading the race by uh, a drink or two. Oh, but, probably Bronx, not. Bronx is oh, probably oh. not. Well, Bronx is drinking beer and vodka shots. He is. I mean, what I was going to say is me and AJ would do shit together that would revolutionize the meatpacking industry. <laughs> <laughs> that well in this neck of the woods, Bronx, with the all the uh, the EXL okay, meat meat packing plant bullshit that's been going on here, uh, that's pretty funny. Okay, Rocky, what, what are you saying? What are you saying, Bronx? You'd fuck her so hard she'd become blind too. Oh fuck you, you old. <laughs> that was the line of the night. By the way, speaking of attraction, I want to give a shout out to Tennessee Cowgirl. She's going to Raw tomorrow night. And she's very really? excited to see CM Punk. So, Tennessee Cowgirl, congratulations. Enjoy oh my Raw, God, Where is Rodemore Night, Bronx? Rodemore Nights, is it at MSG? No fucking clue. I, I don't know. I think it's at MSG. Maybe somebody in the chat could tell us. By the way, this ju- just in from the, uh, from the alcohol judge me. Uh, JJ is through the second bottle, um, or halfway through the second bottle of alcohol tonight. <laughs> wow, you got to go to work tomorrow, eh, motherfucker? I'll be fine. Oh, okay, all right. And you can send those donations to liver at snsradionetwork.com. Not, Once not again, to be liver. confused with quiver. When I die, I hope that they donate my kidneys and my liver to science fiction. <laughs> yeah. 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 Didn't John Belushi... I thought it was funny. Fuck you. Didn't John Belushi once say that? JBL once said it. JBL, right. I think this is a most opportune time for an A.J. Lee heel turn. With, with Dolph Ziggler. With, with Dolph. She should, she should run off with Dolph. That's right. Cost Cena the match. And, and fuck Vicky. Yes. Yes. That would be great. A.J. should be the valet for, uh, for Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph. Oh, that, that would be great. That, that would be great. A yeah. great way to start the new year off. Yeah, but then doesn't that make Vicky the baby face by proxy? Excuse me. <laughs> I don't think Vixie. Well, hey, just think about it. She'd come out and say, "I got screwed." It'd be the first time she's been screwed since Eddie died. Ooh! Wow! Oh, wow! Oh, wow. Oh. wow! Did you just say that? God damn! Was that when Eddie fucked her and Brian Pillman was in the corner watching? Oh! Oh my! Damn! Sorry, Man. the alcohol's talking. I can just. What's imagine? my excuse? Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, look! I love Vicky Rowe. She's awesome. No disrespect, man. It was just something funny. No, no, and not many have loved Vicky. You know, 
You got to admit, she's the, one of the best fucking heels on the roster. Absolutely. If anybody was offended by that, get thicker skin, okay? By the way. We've said a lot worse. Heard, have you guys heard that they want Ziggs to start using the yes super kick as his finisher? Hmm. Really? Yes. Oh, damn, yes. I made that one a little strong. Put some more mix in it, damn oh, it. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're drinking it. As uh, strong as it, it's going. Uh-oh. All right. It's going. You got to be at work at what time? I'll be fine. You'll be fine. Right. I'm going to oh, eat yeah. later after the show. I'll be fine. Uh, oh, yeah. See, that's the trick about getting drunk. And for anyone like me, I'm pretty good right now. But when the show is over, I'm going to eat, and I'll be fine. You got to eat. Yeah, we have a rule. We don't usually eat before the show because it, it bogs you down and everything. If we're going to eat, we're going to eat during the show and talk with our mouthfuls, with our mouths full, you know. But not tonight, not tonight. When did this well, become I, a Kelly I, Kelly promo? I mean, I got to go to the bathroom. I may have pissed myself already. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's been many a times in the locker room that Kelly Kelly's talked with her mouthful. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, rumor has it that she's, of course, seen more cockins than weekends. But raise your cup. Raise your motherfucking cup. Damn it. Right? That's why you're that's why you're getting so drunk tonight, JJ. He's got I'm keeping on a steady stream of sexual innuendo. Now, while we're watching John Cena run down to the ring. Yep. There is a news report that came out yes. that we should touch on real yes. quick. Okay. WWE's reaching out to former divas to come back to the company. Two in particular were Trish Stratus, who has no desire to come back and work a full time schedule. Nope. Or really have anything major to do with pro wrestling. And the other being former uh, women's champion Lita. Ah. Who, if you didn't know, is currently with WWE champion CM Punk and has been for a while now. So that could be an interesting deal for someone like Lita to be. Boy, Lita's taking some high-priced dick in her day, eh? What? Shit. I'm I'm raising the glass. Raise well, your cup. Ass. I'm on well, fire tonight, boys. Well, I mean, they could bring back one diva. All you need is a cardboard box, a stick, and a crack pipe, and you've got Sonny. <laughs> Jesus, Bronx. I mean, wow. <laughs> I mean, this means nothing coming from me, but that was in bad taste. Wow. Jesus. A cardboard box, a stick, and a crack pipe. <laughs> that needs to go on the Christmas craptacular. Oh. Wow. That was very good, Bronx. Raise your cup, everybody, for Bronx. Merry frickin' Christmas. <laughs> wow. Bronx, how many beers have you had now? Oh, I don't know. You lost count? Mm, yeah, I'm pretty good. Like maybe eight? You had eight beer? Mm, Six? More like ten. I, I mean, it's ten. Like you- and how many shots of vodka? I'm ki- I'm oh, ki- not that many. But it's like, you know, it's like I'm like... If I had to go out to commercial break, I'd probably be like, and we'll be right back with Wrestling News Live right here. <laughs> Take that, Fuck you. Take that, JJ Sexay. Fuck you. Wow. You blind mother. Hold on. I got a fucking call coming in. Hold, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-oh. We got a call. Quiet. Quiet on the set. I almost said welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? Again. Welcome to Sunday Night Showdown. Who's this? Baby, baby, baby. It's the American Dream. Doth the rose. And I got to say... I've been listening to the crazy coverage here on the SNS Radio Network, the best radio network in the world, baby. We're going to close 2012 with the best pay-per-view of the year for the WWE. And quite possibly, baby, the best radio show in the world, Thunder Night Showdown. And I got to say, Bronx Father, I don't know what's wrong with you, but my boy Cody Rhodes, 
It's just down the road from you in Brooklyn, baby. And all I got to do is get on the phone with Cody with his pedophile mustache. <laughs> Give him your address, baby. He'll go down there. You better get the Vaseline ready. Oh. And he will skull fuck that eye, baby. Oh. So leave JJ alone. He's doing his job, baby. There's going to be some clubbering going on later on. But with all due respect, Dusty, your son's dick couldn't possibly do what the surgeon, the surgeon's knives have done to my eye. So bring it. I don't know, baby. Have you ever seen Cody actually prepare for the school fucking finale? What he does. He's got a sharp motherfucking dick. What he does, <laughs> baby, if he goes in the bathroom and trims up a little bit. God damn. Oh, fuck. Then he gets the Vaseline and makes sure it's in the proper places. Again with the Vaseline. Then he pokes, your, he, pokes his, he pokes his finger in your eyeball and moves your eyeball out of socket. And then he commences to doing the wild thing in your skull, baby. Jesus. Thank you to the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. Now, hold on a minute, y'all. I will <laughs> leave when I'm ready to leave. Thank uh, all you right, very Dusty. much. All right, Dusty. But with that said, we, we're watching a good match here. And I better get off the cell phone before Vince McMahon sees I have the cell phone. And I'm calling y'all motherfuckers here on the show. So with that being said, enjoy. Merry Christmas to all you motherfuckers out there that listen to the SNS Radio Network, the best motherfucking radio network in the world. That's right. I drop an F-bomb on this very show, baby. But with that said, the American Dream is out. Bronx, straighten your shit up. I'm going to send Cody to your house, boy. Thanks, Dusty. Wow. Well, see, I've got New York, New York locks on my door, so good luck in Cody getting in. Wow. Why are you telling him that shit when he's gone? I didn't know he left. He said he was out. You sick fucker. Well, I mean, you know. Better, well, we better just, slow your roll. I knew, that, I knew there was some money left in the SNS coffers, so we spent the last bit uh, uh, on the last broadcast of the year on Sunday Night Showdown on the dream, if you will. Hey. Dusty, a long-time listener to the show. Long-time friend. Long-time friend. Yeah, of the yeah. Show. Yeah. I, I still, I still got to burn my butt about Goldust no-showing the bad news show. Took the money, clubbered, and run. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, took the money and run. Thank you, Steve Miller. Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> well, I mean, Chuck, if, you know, if your butt is burning, maybe you better go get tested. I mean, that's not a good thing. No, no, I was financially fucked. By gold dust when he was supposed to, when we paid him the deposit to show up at the Bad News Allen tribute show, and he took the money and ran, baby, and didn't show up. So we should probably talk about who's going to win this match and why. I think so. It might be time for quick fix. I think so. We need another drink first. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, Bronx, start us off. Well, man. Uh, it, it, it will ruin my mood if fucking Cena goes over. I see Dolph keeping this this briefcase with interference. There's going to be interference from someone, and I think it's going to be probably both AJ and Vicky. I, we just saw Dolph Ziggler uh, drop kick, or excuse me, actually baseball uh, slide, baseball yeah. slide. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, baseball slide into John Cena, who was holding the ladder shades of the uh, the nineteen ninety four. WrestleMania 10 ladder match with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. That's what that reminds me of. Yes, my mind still works. So you picked who? <laughs> Dolph Ziggler? Uh, yeah. Puff, puff, pass, bitch. So, so Mark the Shark to Carlo, who you got? Ah, uh, uh, fuck. I, uh, 
I don't know. I thought about this this week, and I'm like, well, you know, I hope they put Cena and Dolph in the main event spot. Uh, John Cena just called referee Mike Chioda, and he he told him something. Look at look at Cena's right eye. I think he took that baseball slide into the ladder and caught the ladder in his in his right eye. It doesn't look good at all. Now it looks like he got busted open yep, the hard way there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but getting back to my quick pick. I can't see Dolph Ziggler losing the the number one contendership via the, uh, or not the number one contendership, the Money in the Bank briefcase. They've been playing it for so long that I think that we're going to see some outside interference by both AJ and Tricky Vicky. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dolph's head bounced off that fucking steel steps. Holy shit. That like, was stiff as fuck, dude. Cena got mad, and I think he just gave a bit of a payback to Ziggles. Watch, Watch his this. head bounce off this. Didn't put, a, <laughs> put his hands up at all. By God. He's got a family. By God, he's got a family, damn it. He's, it's like a car wreck on I 90, damn it. No color, though. Man, I wouldn't sell it as there being that much heat between these two. I mean, for John Cena to use a tactic like that, well, shit. He, he was mad, Bronx. You could see. He, he said something to the referee, Mike Chioda, on the outside. And I, I don't think Ziggles knew that was coming, are they? He could, if he saw it coming, it was at the last second. And he, didn't, he took it like a champ. He didn't put his hands up. And his head bounced off of the, uh, off of the steel steps. That well, was, I mean, Ziggler awesome. has no fucking... He doesn't care about his well-being. He, well, Ziggler's a will bump his bumps. ass off. Yeah. Like, that that's his thing. He is there to bump his ass off and make everything look good, but wow. And he's, I mean, he's okay. He's fine. Ziggler is almost like an in-shape Mick Foley. No, 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 no. Ziggler, Ziggler is the second coming of Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think Ziggler could be the next Shawn Michaels, or you know, the first Dolph Ziggler. I really think this kid's got a got a huge future. He, I mean, there he, are parallels to him and Shawn Michaels. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you look at Shawn Michaels in the prime of his career as Sexy Boy, um, he was so athletically gifted, and he could fly around. Uh, I'm I'm of the opinion that Ziggler is a little bit more athletically gifted and can fly around a lot more than Shawn Michaels, albeit, you know. I don't know. I think it, at at this point in his career, not 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 near Shawn Michaels, but he will be soon. You know, and there was a report that came out that John Cena's uh, very banged up. Yeah, very much and that, so. That his his, yeah. his basically push in the main event might be limited. You know, I will say this: I've been a John Cena you hater. Know, hater. I wouldn't say hater, but I've not been a supporter of John Cena. According to the phrase, vanilla wigger. Long vanilla time ago. Wigger. Look. Yeah. I respect right. what he does inside the ring. I respect the stuff he does outside the ring. I've just never been a fan of his character. You know, I mean, that's not going to change. You know, would there be a void missing if John Cena were to leave wrestling? Absolutely. You can't say that this guy hasn't done stuff in the business the last 10 years. He's been on top. He's been the guy. But I think it's time for that new guy to step up. And right now, they're priming Ryback to be that guy, but... I got to be honest. If I had to choose anybody to take John Cena's spot, it's a guy that's got him locked in the sleeper hold right now, Dolph Ziggler. Oh my God. Look at that eye on Cena. He's split wide open as they both back bump off the ladder through a table. Look at Cena's neck. He went through the table. Look at where that uh, 
Look at the, the end of the table there. The liner yeah. on the outside is basically in between his neck and head. Yeah, the, the frame, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could, that could cut somebody up right there, man. Well, this goes to what I was going to say, you know, about you saying Cena needs, you know, he has some injuries and needs time off. I mean, you know, I don't want to see Cena, and I don't like his character either, but I do, I do have a lot of respect for him as a person. I don't want to see him being that guy at 45 in a fucking wheelchair or with a cane, and that's where he's going if he doesn't take a break. You know, I would almost say after tonight, let Ziggs go over and let's not see Cena till Mania. And, and, you're, and you're right, Bronx. This is an opportunity to give John Cena his much-needed time off because all of his physical issues. And I, I, I'm in the same boat as everybody else as we see uh, Dolph Ziggler escalating the ladder. But here comes Cena to fold up the ladder, and Ziggles is going for a ride, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to F5 the ladder Jesus. with Dolph Ziggler on top. Wow. Are you fucking kidding That's me? That's how strong that motherfucker is. Oh, but he F five is the ladder only as Dolph Ziggler slips, gets out of the way. But John Cena counters with uh, that series of moves, his comebacks, five knuckle shuckle, five knuckle shuffle upcoming. <laughs> shuckle, <laughs> the knuckle shuff, the Lick shuffle knuck. JJ's liquor intolerance is going out the door. Fame master oh, by Dolph Ziggler wow. delivered to John Cena. Wow, and I mean you know another example of Ziggler just. And, and, you know, Cena has. The John Cena you see now. Did I say F5? Yeah, you did. Okay, I meant FU or attitude adjustment. See, right. I told you the liquor's hitting me. Liquor? Don't yeah, even know her. Jesus. The Cena you see now is not the Cena you saw eight, nine years ago. I think working no, with absolutely. Scott like Michaels, he's, I got to give, you know, Cena his props. He is a wrestler now. Who would humiliate the John Cena of eight years ago? He's gotten so much better, and I give him credit. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Bronson. The thing is, is that, um, I mean, I, like you guys, have never been a, a fan of John Cena. He's got a, the kids love him. He's not a great wrestler at all. As a matter of fact, he, I don't think he's a bad wrestler. He's just very average. You know, you got your, your basic ten maneuvers over and over again. But he's really done a good job for the company in putting himself over as a love babyface and, and really an ambassador for WWE when it comes to, oh, and as we see Dolph Ziggler tapping like Sammy Davis Jr., baby. Where the fuck is, is there no referee in this it match? It doesn't matter. It's not a submission match. He can lock him in that, keep him in there for the whole fucking hour if he wants. Yep. You can't the win the match by submission. The referee's know, not yeah. going to break it up. But because where is the ref? There is. I don't know. There are two referees, Bronx. Mike Kyoto and the other dude, they're, they're both outside the ring. I'm hoping one of them is bringing me a goddamn drink. <laughs> You've had uh, enough. And what a sandwich. A sandwich? I want a sandwich, motherfucker. Make me a motherfucking sandwich. You know, I was watching Pulp Fiction the other night. Yeah? Oh, yeah. And uh, I got to the part where Samuel L. Jackson does that, you know, that fucking uh, uh, Ezekiel promo yep. from, from the bible yep and harmony yells to me she goes are you watching a sermon i said yes i am <laughs> yeah by the reverend samuel motherfucking fucking jackson l. l jackson yeah yeah fucking uh, love that movie yeah. but you know what i also love the 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 bruce willis segment where it's like christopher walken i had to carry this watch up my ass <laughs> for seven years yeah. to bring this watch to you yeah that was a that was a weird spot in that movie no, you know what was great? 
when Travolta didn't want to help clean up the mess he made. Yes. And, and, and it was like, you know, Samuel L. goes, now listen, God damn it. You made me come here and you know what? You helped me clean up this nigga brain. Well, you know, he's like that. He's like, why the fuck am I sitting in the back of this car? Get your ass back here. Yeah. I clean the motherfucking windshield. Yeah, you bra- clean the goddamn shit off the car. Yeah, brains all over the motherfucking window. You help me clean this shit. Yeah. Uh, Quentin that Tarantino was, was awesome in that movie, too. He's not talking about his wife being pissed off. Oh, I, I love that movie. And, and then what, what was his name when, when he was going, is this den, dead N-word storage? No, this is not dead N-word storage, you know. And fucking, oh, what was Steiger? What was the name of You like leather? Oh, you he, like leather? Here, here. Buy some leather. Buy some new furniture. Oh, you talking about Just, Harvey Keitel? Harvey Keitel, yeah. Yeah, Harvey Keitel is the wolf. The cleaner was awesome. Oh, oh my God. What a DDT delivered by Dolph Ziggler to John Cena. Very nice, very nice. But on another note, speaking of movies, you motherfuckers want to watch a funny motherfucking movie? Watch Ted. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to watch it this week. I, I, and I, I pleaded with my sons. I said, don't tell your mother I let you watch this movie. That We watched Bronx. We watched that movie, Ted. Do you see that movie, Ted? Not yet, but I've heard so much. It is good so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ted. Well, I got a week and a half vacation coming up after this week, so I'm going to catch up on my movies because I'm glad to be off. That was a, that was a good movie. And, and really, uh, about a teddy bear, I was like, eh, how, how good could it be? Watch that motherfucking movie, Ted. You'll piss your pants. Well, see, that movie could have been ruined if you would have put Cody Rhodes in it. <laughs> Cody Rhodes starring as Ted. Right. No, that would have been bad. Poor kid would have got skull fucked. It would have been pretty bad. Jesus. Oh. I would have given kids nightmares. There's Daddy, a part of why the... is he helping his eye? <laughs> I went... there's a... I... I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag or the teddy bear out of the bag, but there's a part of the movie where Ted, the teddy bear, is sitting around with four hoes, and it is... I... That's it. That's all out of me. Just watch that movie. It's funny. Ziggles has the Money in the Bank briefcase at the top, but Cena up there, and they're brawling at the top of the ladder. Cena's this has got to be the finish, as we're getting to about five minutes before this pay-per-view is probably going to come to an end. It's close. Well, I mean, you know, another thing here, if Cena wins, does that automatically make him a SmackDown guy? No, it just means he can cash it in for the World Heavyweight Championship. But then again, oh, they've oh. done stupid shit before where he might ch- he might... He might say, look, I'm cashing this in. CM Punk can't defend the title. Give me the belt. I mean, wow. you, I mean, you got to think about it. CM Punk cannot legitimately defend the championship at this point in time. Well, and he's not going to cash it in on the big show, is he? He could. They've been having a rivalry for like 10 years now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just don't see that happening. I think you save. If you're going to do that, you're certainly not going to have Ziggles against CM Punk. I think- you're certainly not going to have Ziggles against the big show. So doesn't that lead one to believe... That Ziggles is losing tonight. No, I, I you know what? I, I don't want to believe that. I think we're going to see AJ and Vicky here in a minute. I think AJ has to put the exclamation point on this loss. She has to be the one that distracts John Cena and allows Dolph Ziggler to get the money in the bank contract. Ooh. Ouch. Again, you're you're ahead of us. Wow. As John Cena gets thrown into the ladder face first. Yeah. Laceration first. I mean, right now, I would think that AJ should be coming down and checking on John Cena. I mean, because he's taken a lot of damage in this match. 
You know, she's probably mo- taking a lot of damage in the bedroom with her too. Oh, <laughs> wow. can neither confirm nor deny that that's really happening. Who, who's he rocking? I think one of the Bella twins. Last I checked, both mm-hmm. of them. Oh my God! John Cena just delivered a hurricane rana yeah. to Dolph Ziggler, who Jesus. went through the fucking table set oh, up in the corner. A hurricane rana from John by Cena. John Cena. I can't believe. Am I really that drunk, or did that really oh, fucking that, happen? That really happened. Believe uh, it or not, I need. I, a, I need a drink. I've never seen John Cena do that. I guess he learned something over the years. I think he's been hanging out with Scott Steiner. Hey, look, six moves to doom. Hurricane Rana. Watch the replay on this. Holy oh, shit. shit. It was kind of weak, but it still was a Hurricane Rana. Anthony Farley says, breaking news, just Scott Steiner's going to sue Cena for stealing his move. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Scott's suing everybody. Well, wow. I mean, you know, Scott. I, th- I think he's going to sue you, G- JJ, for being more drunk than him right my now. My GG? GG. Hey, GG. I'm GG sexy. Hey, GG. Oh, I'm GG oh, sexy. Remember? <laughs> yeah, but I wonder, you know, can, I'm Scott French. Steiner, can Scott Steiner auction off the scar tissue on his ass from so many steroid injections for skin grafts for burn victims? Why not? Nice comeback, Bronx. Outstanding. You know. Very good. Who's writing your shit tonight, Bronx? Uh, I am. Vince okay. Russo. Vince Russo. <laughs> Vince Russo. Right. So maybe Ed Ferrara. Okay. Uh, Vince Russo, Ed Ferrara, and Brother Love. And Brian Gerwitz. And Brian Gerwitz, yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe fucking Big Dick Dudley. Big Dick. Or no, wait, no, excuse me. Big Dick Johnson. Big Dick Johnson, Big yes. Big Dick Johnson, yes. Yes. Yeah. Bronx has got the high-priced uh, writing team this evening. Wow. Bronx, you hanging in, brother? Yeah, I think tonight ends with me uh, being written <laughs> to sleeping on the floor. Jesus. How many beers have you down from that 12-pack? Oh, 7, 8, I don't know. Well, get to drinking, motherfucker. We ain't done yet. Fast as I can. Drink them if you got them. But I'll tell you, this has been a great match, man. I, I got to give props to Cena and Ziggles. You know, Awesome. Awesome. Uh, thank God, man, after Survivor shit, for them to come back with this, I- I'm happy. No doubt about uh, you know, it. Th- this is one of the pay-per-views that I think every year is good. Maybe because we're always drunk, but it's good. I have to agree. What's Cena doing here? Oh, what? look at the strength of John Cena as he picks him up for an attitude adjustment, but Dolph Ziggler just pulled off the... Oh, he's got a chair in his hand. Pulled the chair out of the turnbuckle there and just started waylaying John Cena with chair shots to the back of the head. And he's getting rid of the lumber that's in the uh, in the ring. Yeah, but there's no ladder in the ring. Once there's... again, we want to thank Home Depot for supplying the tables, ladders, and chairs. No shit. And there's no ladder in the ring right now, ladies and gentlemen. The ring is clear except for Dolph Ziggler and John Cena. Wow. This match went, whoa, attempted a super kick. Missed wow. the super kick. Into the F5. Hits it. Ziggles bumps on the outside. Almost the skewers AA, him. Not the F5. The, the, uh, the, yeah, the, the AA. Almost skewers himself on a table with the legs sticking up. And here comes Tricky Vicky oh. with the chair into the ring. Excuse me. <laughs> He's going to smash John Cena with here the chair. AJ. Here comes AJ. Holy shit. AJ looking good in those jeans. Bronx just popped some wood. (laughs) (laughs) 
He actually popped wood for Vicky, not AJ. <laughs> oh, he couldn't. Well, the, with the one eye, he couldn't tell the difference hey, hey. between Tricky Vicky and AJ. <laughs> he said he would hit Vicky. Oh, belly to back suplex by AJ on Vicky, and Vicky bumps like a champ. You can't see me from AJ onto Vicky. Knuckle Chumpo, bow. Jesus. My and God. somewhere I up cannot... in heaven, Eddie Guerrero is absolutely killing himself laughing. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Here we go. I see the finish. Vicky, excuse me, Vicky to the outside. AJ in the ring with John Cena. As John Cena climbs the ladder, I'm sensing a fucking crotch shot delivered yes. to John Cena. Oh. I called it, motherfuckers. Oh! She pushes him off the ladder. Yes. AJ turns. There it is. The AJ turn. Oh, I love it. I love it. So she let's review. She she beat up Vicky Carrero. She pushed John Cena off the ladder. Ziggles is standing there in amazement. Get the, Can't get believe the, it. Get the fucking briefcase and, off. And the crowd is hollering, yes. Lois Lane yes. just turned on Superman. Yes. Lois just turned on Superman. God damn. AJ is and like. And she leaves. Get up there, Dolph. Uh, they should have. Get those, it. They should have kissed. Yes. Tomorrow yes. night on Raw, AJ Lee's going to be walking hand in hand with Dolph Ziggler as he yes. makes his way to the top. And he has the money in the bank briefcase in hand. Dolph Ziggler, yeah. your winner in the main event nice. of WWE's final pay-per-view of 2012. TLC, tables, ladders, and chairs, all courtesy of AJ fucking Lee. I, I love it. I love it. The only thing missing is a little tonsil hockey between AJ and Ziggles to really piss off Tricky Vicky. That would have been, been some excellent booking. What a pay-per-view. Very well done. Oh, what awesome. a pay-per-view. As bad as as Survivor Series was, this was awesome. This is how you call ending the year in style, bitches. Very well done. And I called it. I told you. It, you know what? Ziggs traded up. Classic. And I, I will up. say on, on the quick picks, I don't know if we got to that point. Harmony did pick John Cena to win this match. I went with Dolph Ziggler. I'm assuming you boys went with Dolph Ziggler as well. I, I would not have gone with Dolph Ziggler. You I, went with John Cena. I, I, I would have gone with Cena. Okay, okay yeah. so so Bronx and I uh, came out on top on this one. Yep. Unbelievable. I love it. I love that finish. Oh, nice super kick in the replay there by Dolph Ziggler to John Cena. You should call that the exclamation point right there. It just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, getting thrown through a light won't kill you. Getting hit with chairs and ladders won't kill you, but... Betrayal by a woman? A crazy bitch? Hell we'll do yeah. It. Yeah, they should have they should have played some ton tonsil hockey just to consummate the, the screw job. Ooh, I got I to gotta figure out... I've I, I got a perfect song for the night just to end this that I'm going to get while we're in commercial break. All right. Uh, I, got a, I got a good one. It's an oldie, baby, but it works. Whew! Now, now that was a pay-per-view. Yeah, that was a damn good pay per view. And there's the, there's the look of shock and awe on the face of John Cena, shaking his head, going, "That bitch got me." Wah, wah, wah. Are you gonna play Elton John's bitches back? Uh, no. Okay, good. 
because Elton would be the bitch. That that would be bad. Yeah, but that's not what I'm going to play. All right, Justin is like, God damn it, I shouldn't have got divorced. <laughs> Pretty much, but I tell you what we are going to do. We're going to take our final break. We're going to come back. We're going to do a brief post show. I'm talking, you know, maybe 20 minutes. Ziggles is banging both the Bellas. No, no, no. That was just Daniel a rumor. Bryan is with one of the Bella twins, free, free. and then John Cena dated the other one for right. the high school reunion. So, right, right. Who knows? You want to think about the foursome that could ensue between those? Oh, that's a sick thought. But then again, you're sick, Bronx. Sick fucker. Any on that note. Um, while I try to sober up, actually, I'm, I'm going to be taking more drinks, but, um, we're going to go ahead and take our last commercial break, kind of wrap things up on this, uh, TLC post edition of Sunday night showdown. With that being said, guys, keep listening. We'll be right back with more. Hey, you listen on the SMS Network, and that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold Let's go to our ring announcer. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time. What's up, guys and gals? This is Sensational Sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and Ashley, yes, that is his name, on the open book. Every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll catch us doing video games, the open book, fantasy, e-fet, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at snsradionetwork.com. Come check us out. I think people forget about the true meaning of Christmas. Love, friendship, and spending time with the family. Mama would be inside, fixing turkey and dressing, and me and my brothers used to play outside in the snow for hours, throwing snowballs, and I'll never forget my daddy coming outside and saying, Hey! Oh, put the dick on the snowman, Andy Barris, the family. You could have used a ball bat, a cucumber, or a zucchini. But instead, you used a thimble, 
something you could barely say. <laughs> I hooked that dick on the snowman and made him look like me. <laughs> you boys been talking to your mama. I got your Christmas present right here, you little bastard. <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> This is Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011, and you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya! And I wouldn't want to be ya. Then he's getting weak whenever I'm around. They see me walk, they hear me talk, I make them feel like their own cloud nine. I'm just a sexy boy. Dance, motherfucker! Alright, we're back right here on Sunday Night Showdown. You're listening to the TLC pay-per-view coverage right here on the mothership of the SNS Radio Network Sunday Night Showdown. And I'm, I'm obviously being joined by the great white Mark the Shark DiCarlo here in the studio. Burp. 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 And, of course, uh, via Skype satellite, as we call it. Speaking of burp. All the way from New York City. New York City. Get a rope. We've got the one, the only. The unofficial third leg of the tripod on Wrestling News Live and the first ever WNL epic rap battle champion. I'm talking about, obviously, none other than the Bronx father, Tony J. Mirabella. And I will never get an intro like that when he's sober. And who put the <laughs> dick on the snowman? Who really? put the dick on the snowman? <laughs> I love me some Rodney Carey. Hey, you know what? I had to throw some Christmas music in. I mean, we're going to have more Christmas music on a Craftacular because it's a Christmas-themed show. But, hey, like I said earlier, this is the Christmas party for SNS right now. It's the last show of the year for us on, on the pay-per-views. You know, and, and you know, it would have been nice to have Trey and would have been nice to have Boom Boom on the show. And it would have been nice to have, you know, most of the other hosts on the radio show tonight. But, hey, you know, from the, from the network. But it is what it is. We, you know, we, we manage I'm I'm almost three sheets to the wind right now, so I'm rambling. But it is what it is. It was good. It was fun. I'm I'm enjoying life right now. John Cena didn't win the main event of the pay per view. Dolph Ziggler did. I'm happy. Yeah. AJ, AJ turned. AJ turned. AJ turned. Hopefully she's with 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 Ziggles now. I, I knew that shit. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, if she's with Ziggler. Does Ziggler trust her? I mean, this bitch has been through more guys in a year than fucking. Wow. I don't know. But I knew that shit was going to happen. I knew it. More more, more guys than Lindsay Lohan and Kim Kardashian put together. Whoa. Oh, I hate Lindsay Lohan. Is that Mickey, uh, uh, Captain Morgan Spice, Ooh. gone yet? Not yet? Oh, it's coming, it, buddy. It, it's almost gone. It's you coming. Blew, you blew through that thing. Joe Boo needs a refill. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we got to go to work tomorrow. This is bad. It's unraveling here in the studio, Bronx. It's going to be funny tomorrow when I go to put in a footing and my boss is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm hungover, boss. I don't know. Is it 6 and 14 or is it 14 and 6? <laughs> see, see, I don't get hungover. That, that That's a good thing. 
You're lucky. I've never been so drunk I puked. I've never been that drunk in my life. Right. Oh, I have. Now, I've been with people who have, uh, you know, Harmony. But uh, aside from that, there's other people, too. Oh, shit. That girl can drink. I tell you what, when she gets fucked up, she gets fucked up. Kryptonite liver. I mean, if she gets near Superman, he's dead. Look at that. Look at that. Someone's gone. Almost fucking gone. About one more drink away. From the both bottles of booze, but, but Bronx. See, but see, I won't finish this tonight. No, you no, you're going to leave no, some? No, well, I, I just got the one drink right now. Well, you're so. going to save it as some fucking morning mouthwash? Fuck, why not? Jesus. Why not? Don't burp on the boss when you get to work. Oh, please, we drink beer at fucking work anyway. All right, that's why I'm he... Serious. We oh, go that's to work. nice. That, we... that, 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 that's nice, and then you wonder why, you know, <laughs> next time we get a fucking building collapse in Canada, you know... That's it. We got a strong motherfucking wind in Calgary. Hey, look, look. That's all the Dr. Pepper. It's that, gone. Well, yeah. You, it's you, gone. You killed two liters of Dr. Pepper. I killed two liters and of Dr. 40 Pepper. 40 motherfucking ounces of Captain well, Morgan Spice rum tonight. right, I did. Wow. I mean, well, it's, I mean, you know, tonight, probably, AJ is going to use Ziegler brand mouse, mouthwash. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Whitewash, baby. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And you know what? To all the people that have been emailing and, and chatting and Facebook messaging to the shark about... Getting the bartending skills out in the open again, and when, Shark, are you going to get J.J. Sexay all drunk again? And, well, I know it's been a while. Well, <laughs> tell him about it, J.J. <laughs> no, and, and tonight, uh, I think we'll make this a yearly occurrence. We did it last year? Or what, Didn't no, we? it was 2010 we 2000, did it last. Two yeah. years ago? Yeah, that was the, that people, was that was the advent of the the whole wild, wild turkey, chicken, wild yeah, chicken yeah. thing. People were clamoring for it last year, and I was like, "Eh, I don't want to do it this year." Yeah, you begged off. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I banged. Well, I banged off. Not bang. I banged off. We know that, that's going to happen when you get off the air tonight. Right. Shh, but, I'm going to pass out. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to eat, and then I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, and I'm going to wake up drunk. I don't know. Right. We'll see. Wasn't there a song too drunk to fuck? Remember? I'm never too drunk to fuck. No, no, but there's a song. You, you there might it. be, but there God is. damn it, there there's is never been a time. All right. Ain't never been a time. Oh, you're not, you're not going to be able to bang off after all you drank. <laughs> ah, bullshit. <Yeah. laughs> you don't know me that well. Hence the term whiskey dick. Whiskey dick. Right, right. <laughs> what are you, pink or you stink? I don't know. Either way. Either way, it doesn't work. Look, before we go any further, <laughs> would you stop <laughs> that shit, you nasty fucker? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, before we go any further, I'll, I'll, I drink a two-liter motherfucking <laughs> bottle of cherry Calm pop. down. I want to get serious. I got a sugar buzz. Take it down. All right. Shh. All right. Quiet, ladies and gentlemen. Shh. Take it. I'm talking. Quiet. I want to take it down a notch. Calm the fuck down. It's going to be okay. Okay. Just calm down. All make, right. Make your point. Okay. Normally, we would read emails and stuff. I'm not going to pull up the email account, but I did get a message tonight. Yes. That I do want to read on the air. Okay. And I love it when you guys send us emails or um, you, you are a part of the show. <laughs> it makes what we do kind of worthwhile. And I'm being serious here. I did get a message earlier from, uh, from Andrew Hopkins. And this is what he sent to me. And it means a lot to me. Hey, guys. I'm Andy, an archive listener from the UK. I apologize for interrupting during Sunday Night Showdown. I look forward to WNL and TNA Chat Live every week. Just thought I'd drop a message and say, hey, I'm looking forward to listening to the full coverage of TLC. I'm liking the Shield gimmick, and I'm a big fan of Rollins from ROH and NXT. Also wanted to add, I've bought WWE 13, the Stone Cold Edition. I've really enjoyed going back to the Attitude Era, 
as it was like reliving my childhood. I would start becoming interested again in WWE if they lose the PG rating. I'm enjoying the CM Punk run from the shoot pipe bomb promo till now. It's been interesting. I'll go for now and hope to get the chance to call into a show at some point. If we last past the 21st, Merry Christmas, guys. Good night. Thank you. So I want to say thank you for Andrew to sending us that message. We appreciate the positive feedback. You know, we try to strive on this particular radio show and on this network to provide you guys not only information but entertainment. And I hope that we deliver on that because it's important to us. We don't charge you guys. We're just here to have a good time. And, and I think that that uh, was really displayed here tonight because <laughs> I had a real good time. Um, and, and I thank you guys for tuning in. It was, it was really cool. Thank you. Um, yeah. To everyone that's listening, whether it's, it, you're listening to this on the archive on, on a Wednesday or Thursday or you're listening tomorrow on Monday, um, we appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity to provide you with hours upon hours of endless, mindless dribble. That's what it is, right? It's it's you know it's our opinions on a product that sometimes we're not big into, and sometimes we are, and uh, it's messages like that, that that really you know makes it all worthwhile. It really does. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. does. And thank you. Very so I want to thank Andrew for that, and I want to thank everybody else that sends in emails on a regular basis and lets us know that you appreciate it because I mean it does mean a lot. No, I concur. You know that, that's awesome. <sighs> Even when we're stupid. <laughs> Which is a lot. I got to say, and go on record as saying, that the show tonight with you, JJ, and you, Bronx, was the most fun a guy could have with no women in the room. <laughs> it, it, you guys you guys were uh, fantastic. Thank you both. Thanks for uh, everybody to li- that listened. And uh, there is no more fun that a, a guy could have watching wrestling and doing a radio sh- show tonight than the fun that I had tonight. So thanks to uh, everybody. Now, with that being said, yes, we have a pay-per-view to kind of review. Uh, you know, Let's go over some of the things that happened tonight. We had match of the night, arguably. I don't know. I, I thought Ziggler and, and Cena was off the chart. But the six-man match between... Uh, Team Hell No and Ryback and The Shield was fucking phenomenal. Sick. Oh, yeah. Real. I mean, I would say, in my opinion, that stole the show. And what a great pay-per-view debut for three guys in Seth Rollins, formerly known as Tyler Black, and, of course, Dean Ambrose, formerly known as John Moxley, and Roman Reigns, the cousin of The Rock, who previously wrestled as Leaky in FCW. Uh what an amazing debut for these guys on pay-per-view. It left me wanting more, for sure. You're going to get more, I'm sure. Well, it's, we got to. It's yeah. the debut tonight. Yep. You yeah. know, and they got the win, which is the most important thing. And Ryback was not the guy that took the pinfall. Ryback looked strong in this pay-per-view, <laughs> despite the fact he was on the losing team. So WWE covered their bases really well. Yeah, and I mean, I think I missed one or maybe at the most two picks. So, yeah, it'll be I'm, interesting it, to see how uh, Team SNS Network does on org tonight. For sure, no doubt. Definitely. I'm actually hoping that we 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 pulled out the win tonight. You know, who's to say we did? But you know, it'd be nice. Yeah, 
definitely. Um, I agree. It was it was a good pay per view, man. Good way to close out this year. Yeah, if uh, if guys, if WWE wanted to set the table, pique everybody's interest, keep them strong through the holidays. Of course, we have um, the uh, tribute to the troop show coming up, and a couple of more Raws by the end of the year. But January should be off the hook based on what we saw tonight. It'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see what happens. But uh, you never quite know. The only thing that was kind of weird tonight was the whole Alberto Del Rio saving the Spanish announce team and the apparent babyface turn of Alberto Del Rio. That was strange. And we'll have to Uh, see where that goes. To say the least, that was extremely strange. Yeah. Yeah. Letter grade, JJ? If I had to give it a letter grade, I would say tonight's show was, was a solid... Um, a? I'm going to go with a, with a high B+, plus because I wasn't real... You're, you're tough. I am tough. tough. I, I didn't like the fact that we had a fucking setup for face Del Rio and face Miz and the Brooklyn Brawler. If I wanted to watch Miz TV, I, again, I'd watch it on Raw. So I had a problem with that particular thing. Other than that, I thought the show was fantastic a few bumps in the road uh, you know fuck it i'll give it a, i'll give it an a minus why not I'll, I'll upgrade from b plus to a minus i really thought they ended the show this year the way they needed to tlc is always a good pay-per-view and uh it was it was strong this year so a minus for me <clears throat> well just from the fact that tomorrow night ziggler is going to be able to talk shit and AJ's going to come out and give her reason, and it's going to be, you know, interesting. I'll uh, I'll agree with JJ. Yeah, A minus. Good pay per view. I uh, I concur with both of you. Uh, I'll give it a solid A minus as well. Uh, I think that the, as JJ illustrated, the convoluted, half-assed babyface turn of Alberto Del Rio, and really, it would have been better for me. I would have enjoyed it much better. Had they taken somebody else out of the locker room and not used the whole fact that they were in Brooklyn to utilize Steve Lombardi in the Brooklyn Brawler role, I thought that was weak and convoluted, and they could have done better, I'm just saying. But the rest of it was highly entertaining. Not that that wasn't, but the whole show from top to bottom was highly entertaining, and the, the suspenseful ending. With what A.J. Lee did is really, it's cutting-edge TV, and uh, it'll be interesting to see tomorrow night the interaction between A.J. Lee and Dolph Ziggler, and is, in fact, Vicky Guerrero, you would think, done as the manageress of Dolph Ziggler. You would think that that we saw the end of it tonight. Well, I mean, you could have AJ saying, you know what, bitch, this is how I got back at you, you know, ultimately where, you know, I I took the guy that, you know, you were fucking all over for the last six months and I made him mine. And that's a storyline in itself. And you could have Zig saying, listen, you know, I had no idea this shit was going to happen. And Bronx, if you remember, Bronx, if you remember his reaction on camera, that he was so shocked and what AJ did, that I think you're you're going in the right direction with what might transpire tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. 
Yeah, you know, she did it. She didn't do it for Ziggler. She did it to fuck Vicky. And that's where I think they need to go. I did it for the people. I did it for The Rock. Okay, wrong, wrong, wrong person. Sorry. Wow. That happened, folks. Wow. <laughs> all right. It's okay. I'm D-Runk. It's, it's all right. It's okay to our I'm valued BS. listening audience. We, you are forewarned. Well, look, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm making sense of the her. The show is almost over. I'm making sense of the fact that she turned on John Cena. I know, I know, I know. It's good. It's got to be. She got to cut a promo. Yeah, no. With Rikishi in mind, she got to say, "I did it for the people. I did it for the Rock." Well, I mean, to add one more shot to tonight's drinks, maybe she comes out tomorrow night and says, "You know what? I did it for the Ziggler because the Ziggler is bigger." Wow. Bum, bum, bum. Wow. There you go. But a good point, Bronx. Excellent. So, since I'm the only sober one on the uh, broadcast right Fuck now. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I allowed to do the thing now? The deed? Do the deed? Did we, did we give the letter grades? We did. We went unanim. <laughs> you went. We went unanimi across unanimi. the board with the A minus. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's I was right. I was trying to get song of the night figured out. I was well, trying. You figured it look, out. Look, 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 I'm drunk and I'm trying to produce. You figured it out on the break. You already did that. It's I'm queued producing, up. hosting. No, it's not. It's not queued up. It's queue not. up. Queue up the motherfucker. I'm working on it. All right. But with that being said, I'm going to kick it over to fucking dipshit over you, here. You're an evil person. So that he can fucking tell you guys about the card for, for. Resurrection. What's wrong? Who's getting an erection? Not me. But anyways. Brock's got an erection when Vicky You're evil. You're an evil motherfucker, and A.J. Lee is an evil woman. But anyways, um, as I mentioned earlier and teased during the, a couple of times during the broadcast, we, as in J.J. Sexay and Mark the Shark DiCarlo, are going to be the internet pay-per-view tag team on the broadcast. And you're saying, what? If you guys want any information on the upcoming series of shows in Calgary on Friday, January the 18th, Red Deer on Saturday, January the 19th, Edmonton, Sunday, January the 20th, log on to HeartLegacyWrestling.com. You get all the information. Um, The roster page was updated as of about Wednesday of this week, but the Shark has been busy spending other people's money, something I love to do, and signing some more World-class talent. So I'll quickly blow through the roster. We're not going to announce matches. He said blow. <laughs> I haven't done any blows since 1994, motherfucker. Uh, he said, <laughs> he said but, blow. But the show is called Resurrection because we are resurrecting what the legendary Stu Hart did for 53 years in the very building which we are going to be in on Friday, January the 18th, the Stampede Pavilion on the Stampede Grounds. Newly renovated. They spent about $750,000 on it. It's fantastic. JJ, you're not going to believe it. Um, I don't believe it now. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at all Calgary area Ticketmaster locations or by logging on to uh, www.ticketmaster.ca. In no particular order, and certainly not of importance, um, the, the, the roster is absolutely stacked. We're not going to announce any matches till probably a couple of days before because our exalted booker, Teddy Hart, can never make up his mind. Every time he makes up his mind, he changes his mind. So I said, Ted, when Harry gets to town, pardon me, David Boy Smith Jr. gets to town that week, 
We'll set the card and then announce it in the meantime. And in between time, uh, as uh, the famous Ed Whalen used to say, the card is a, or the roster is as follows. Former WWE and WCW World Heavyweight Champion and the originating member of the legendary NWO Kevin Nash. Former WCW and NWO Superstar AAA Mexico founder Conan. Former WWE Intercontinental Champion, the masterpiece Chris Masters. Um, former WWE Tag Team Champion and half of the current New Japan Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Davey Boy Smith Jr. The other half of that tag team, Lance Archer. Um, Isn't that the, the Killer Elite Squad? They are the KES, the Killer Elite Squad. Okay. Former ECW World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Lashley. And former U.S. Champion. Former U.S. Champion as well. And you know who trained him in OVW? Who? I'll let you know in a bit. Um, okay, back for, to that. Yeah, for those historians. Uh, of course, AAA Mexico superstar, the eldest grandson, eldest uh, grandchild of the legendary Stu Hart, Teddy Hart, of course, um, former tri- or current AAA Mexico superstar and former AAA tag team and cruiserweight champion from Seattle, Washington. He started here in Stampede Wrestling, Jack from the Heavens Evans. It's been many years since Jack Evans has been in a wrestling ring in Calgary or in Alberta. Um, former NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion, a former ECCW uh, champion out in Vancouver, the current booker for the promotion, Scotty Mack. Former British Commonwealth Mid Heavyweight Champion and TNA X Division Champion, Hotshot Johnny Devine, a friend of the network. Of course, um, recently signed this week, former TNA and Ring of Honor Champion, Sanjay Dutt, coming off his uh, tour of uh, Rinka King and the Orient as well. The player from the Himalaya. Correct, my brother. Uh, one of the most diabolical and feared characters in the history of stampede wrestling i would put him up there with bad news allen archie the staunch stomper goldie and abdullah the butcher jason the terrible will be on the card also signed former texas heavyweight champion a favorite of jj sexay's byron wilcott byron byron will be on the card um High Fire Extraordinaire, Flip Kendrick. If you haven't seen Flip, go on YouTube. Now, <clears throat> I got to say, one of the most talented mass performers right now in AAA in Mexico is our next signee, AAA Mexico super, superstar, Samurai Del Sol. Uh, I referenced earlier in the uh, broadcast during Sunday Night Showdown tonight the magnificent match he had last Saturday night in Dragons Gate USA teaming up with El Generico, and El Generico will be on the card here as well. And their opponents in last Saturday's Dragons Gate USA spectacular tag team match, the Super Smash Brothers, Player Uno and Player Doss, will be here. The son-in-law of the legendary Dynamite Kid, Dynamite Dan, um, top Western Canadian talent, Bobby Sharp, Calgary Zone, and former protege of J.J. Sexay, Pistol Pete Wilson will be on the card. Woo! High Impact Andrew Hawks, Asian Superstar Kato, the son of the legendary Razor Ramon Scott Hall, Cody Hall, will be on the card. Florida Junior Heavyweight Champion Jason Rance, the Psychotic Slammer, Egyptian Universal Heavyweight Champion Ram Dante, the son of Smith Hart, Matt Hart. Um, and if that's not enough, and frankly we don't think it is, Pro Wrestling Gorillas Powerhouse Brian Cage. Um... 
the former ECCW Tag Team Champions. They were in Rinka King along with uh, the player from the Himalayas, Sanjay Dutt, and, of course, uh, Chavo Guerrero and Davey Boy Smith Jr. The new protégés in the Karachi Vice of the Great Gamma, Gerv and Harv, the Bollywood boys, make their Alberta debut. Now, I've seen Gerv. He's good. Outstanding. Gerv is good. As a tag team, they're they're unbelievable. Um, as I mentioned, El Generico, the freak of nature himself, maybe the single most talented high flyer in Western Canada, Kamikaze, is on the card. JJ's seen him before. Kamikaze. And... Just about an hour before I came on the air tonight, after much high-level negotiation, and I'm not going to get into the politicalness of the independent wrestling scene in Western Canada right now, but if I could be serious for a moment, the former U.S. hardcore and intercontinental champion, he held all three belts in WWE, the former TV champion in WCW, and one half of the Impact players, along with uh, Justin Credible and ECW. The former Saskatchewan heavyweight champion, Lance Storm, goddammit, will be wow. in the house. And, and Bronx, if that's not a stock card, and, and some of the biggest talent ar- arranged for an independent wrestling show that you've ever heard of, I, I don't know what is. Shit. And, and you know what? We're going to kick off the night. Uh, with a ceremony honoring the first family of wrestling here in Calgary, of course, the Hearts, and the legends of the game that so far includes uh, North American heavyweight champion Leo Burke. What a fantastic wrestler he was, of course. The great Gamma, his uh, mouthpiece and manager at the time, Abu Wizal. Both members of the legendary Cuban commando tag team, Champagne Jerry Morrow, and the Cuban assassin, Wayne Hart, Keith Hart, Ross Hart, um, Davy Boy Smith's uh, wife and mother to Davy Boy Smith Jr., Diana Hart Smith, uh, Teddy Hart's parents, Georgia and BJ, um, Allison Hart, the daughter of the legendary Dynamite Kid, Brownwin Billington. Um, he was a very famous wrestler here in Stampede Wrestling in Calgary. Biff Welling, they passed away a couple of years ago. His daughter and son will be there. Former British Commonwealth mid-heavyweight champion Robbie Stewart, and, of course, near and dear to J.J. and Harmony and myself um, was the late, great Bad News Allen and his wife, Helen, and daughter, Francis, son, A.J., and his grandsons, Jamal and Isaac, will all be part of the Legends of Calgary Wrestling induction ceremony to kick off the show. Um, we just signed as part of the... Uh, uh, production team and i talked about a little bit earlier about the fact that we're going to do internet pay-per-view our i-pay-per-view and this week we will make a an announcement to the fact that the company that we have hired to do the internet pay-per-view is called pentecost productions they do i-pay-per-view for czw dragons gate usa evolve ring of honor we couldn't have hoped to have signed a more influential and slick company to produce our first ever uh, double shot of of internet pay-per-views on Friday night in uh, Calgary at the world-renowned Stampede Pavilion and on Sunday night up at the uh, Agricom in Edmonton. And uh, 
JJ, brother, we, we've been involved in a lot of, you know, wrestling shows together here in Calgary since you moved to Calgary a few years ago. But I hasten to say that with a roster like this, we're going to have some kind of fun that weekend. Well, yeah, and I'm looking in the chat room, and, and I, I might pronounce this wrong, but uh, Petit in the chat room says, wow, that's a good card. If I was, I was in Canada, I'd go. Well, like we just said, it's going to be on iPay-Per-View, be so on you, I, can, you can catch I, I did, it. Exactly. I didn't finish the iPay-Per-View thing. You will be able to watch this by simply logging on to HeartLegacyWrestling.com and via PayPal or your credit card for a low, low charge of only $10. Be able to see the whole card live as it happens in the comfort of your own computer, or if you have a HDMI cable, or you got a fancy um, internet-capable television, and hear the and, and JJ, we're going to have to practice because I got a lot of studying to do. Because uh, I don't like, like you don't Samurai, know half the card. I don't Samurai Del Sol. I got to catch up on him. Like I'm going to have to do my homework well, going you into gotta this. You got to do your homework. I'm going to be a busy we're, motherfucker. We're going to have eight hours of production that oh, day. Jesus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we'll, we'll be ready. We'll be ready. And, and, you know, it's a family show, so we can't be motherfucker this and bitch that. And that. <laughs> no, yeah. we can't do no, that. We can't do that that night. Oh. So we got, you know, which will I be sober. We'll be, yeah, I will be sober. You will, yes. Yeah, he will be sober because he doesn't want to drink the beer that the Stampede is serving. No, no, no. no. Anyways, uh, as you can tell, Mark the Shark is very excited. Um, I'll be putting a lot of time and effort and doing – uh, yes, I've been a media whore this week here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And this is not a one-off. We're going to be doing um, three shows a month, Calgary, Red Deer, and Edmonton, January, February, and March. And we're going to be adding adding towns like Lethbridge and Medicine Hat in Western Canada, out in B.C. And who knows where, where this thing is going. But if the fans attend... And we're doing well. We will continue. So, uh, that's well, you know, I want to say this now. We have such a, a loyal fan base on this radio network. I, I mean, some of the archive downloads, you guys are very supportive of us. You know, I encourage you to check this out. Uh, you know, if you guys purchase this pay-per-view, you know, I don't think you guys are going to be. I, I'm amazed at the talent we have on this pay-per-view. Well, like I said, I had a lot of fun spending uh, the deep-pocketed. you did. Oh, yeah, motherfucker. It's always nice when you're spending somebody else's money. Oh, I love that. That, that is more fun. But anyways, um, you know, and, and it really, and, and some are going to say, and I've already been told this, that really it, it sounds like a lot of what AAA and Conan are doing right now in Mexico and yes, there's going to be you know multi-man matches and battle royals and six-on-six six and four corners tag team and triple threats and it's going to be it's going to be a lot of high-flying action. But it's a meshing of a hybrid of what we like in Canada, the States, Japan, Asia, uh, Europe. It's going to be like nothing that certainly anybody in Calgary has been has seen. There has not been a wrestling show in the pavilion in a friggin' decade. And honestly, and we've been to most of them, JJ, except for a couple of things. Um, the talent level, of, not the talent level, but the, 
the production, high budget production level of the independent wrestling scene in Western Canada um, is not there. And and now we have the opportunity through Heart Legacy Wrestling to really step it up and take it to the next level. And I'm really excited about it. And certainly invite all of our regular and maybe even casual listeners here on the SNS Radio Network, which, by the way, when you go to heartlegacywrestling.com, you will now see on the main page, on the home page, a banner stating that the SNS Radio Network is, in fact, the official internet radio network of Heart Legacy Wrestling. And I want to thank Mindwipe and Walkie for putting that together for us. Very much so. I I talked to both of them this week, and they were... More than happy to put that together, and I appreciate you guys for doing so. Uh, you know, again, we have high hopes that this is going to do well, and I think it will based on the card. And and if you look at the roster that I blurted out, yeah, a lot of the the roster have been on SNS Radio Network programming, be it Sunday Night Showdown, Re- Wrestling News Live, uh, and and many other shows. So it'll be it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to have a lot of opportunity to get any and all of the talent interviewed. I, I hasten to say that we're going to be busy. Expect interviews coming on Wrestling News Live. Oh, yeah. Shows. Oh, yeah. And and you know what? Uh, I think I think even uh, Ashley and Randy are reaching out to you to go and promote the show on the whole indie show, they, which is a perfect, perfect place for you to be. And they and they are. And, and if they're out there listening, I'm sorry I didn't get back to you via email. I've been kind of busy. Um, but yeah, um, I'd love to have some of the talent on that show. Um, and, and certainly the couple of weeks leading up to uh, the show on the 18th in Calgary, 19th in Red Deer, 20th in Edmonton. You guys that are listening to the SNS Radio Network are going to have a great opportunity to hear via interview some of the greatest young independent up-and-coming and established stars that there are out there in the world right here on the SNS radio network so we're stepping it up a notch we've we've uh, piggybacked and and brokered a deal between the SNS radio network.com and heart legacy wrestling the show and dot com and uh it'll be all good it's uh we're going to relive, reestablish, and revisit the memories, the stories, and the generations as the SNS Radio Network partners up with Heart Legacy Wrestling. And to put the finale on the whole thing, Mark the Shark DiCarlo and myself on the commentary team. Damn. More names to be announced, possibly. How can you go wrong here? You know, for, for years I've said that I should be on the main stage doing this. You're going to see how ready I am to do it. So. I'm looking forward to proving myself to you guys. I, I got to say that the broker deal with Heart Legacy Wrestling and Triple A Lucha Libre Wrestling in Mexico and Conan, the booker of Lucha Libre Wrestling at Triple A, and the founder of Triple A, one of the founders, um, this week when we finalize. The AAA superstars that are coming, and I mentioned some of them here, but there's a couple more that have yet to be the I's dotted and the T's crossed on their contracts. And all I'm going to say about the last two superstars that are coming in from AAA is 
To steal the line from Ron Simmons. Damn! Well, more on that as it's announced. But on, on that note, I want to say on, on behalf of the SNS Radio Network, I hope that you guys enjoyed our coverage of TLC tonight. Bronx, you got anything final to say before we wrap things up? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. Great pay-per-view. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that my prediction about AJ came to fruition. And you know what, John Cena? Next time you fall for a pretty face, just remember. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Way to go, Bronx. Nicely done. So as we all across the board, we gave this pay-per-view an A-. minus. Fantastic close to the year for the WWE if, as far as pay-per-view is concerned. I'm slurring. I'm feeling a little buzzy. Mark yeah. the Sharks got to go. The Bronx father might be a little buzzy. I don't know. But uh, you know what? I hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. I felt like we entertained and we were informative, and we gave you the best we had tonight. So. We, we stepped it up. We brought our A game. Yes, That's we right. did. We did. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, shows coming up all week here on the network. We got uh, starting things off. The last official wrestling news live of the year this Tuesday night with myself and the Bronx Father. Don't forget there will be a Christmas craptacular available for you guys on Tuesday, the 25th, Christmas Day. You download it. You listen to it while you're opening your presents, while you're spending time with the family. Uh, hopefully they, they approve of the, uh, the craziness that we do on Wrestling News Live for the craptacular. Uh, don't forget, you also have archive show. Well, you got open the open book, which is apparently going to air on the last day that the planet has. Uh, as you know, the Mayan calendar predicts that uh, December 21st is officially the end of the Mayan calendar, possibly the, the end of the end world. of the world as we know it. And if yeah. it is the end of the world as you know it, go out with the sensational Sean and Ashley as they broadcast live uh, via the SNS radio network. Don't forget shows like the Elite Force podcast, the midweek with Chuck W., the weekend edition with Walkie and Mindwipe. Chuck uh, W. Don't forget shows like the whole indie show and Beyond the Bell with Sean Beckerman. Uh, there's so much content on this radio network for you guys to listen to. So I hope that you are supportive. We appreciate you. And uh, on that note, on behalf of Mark the Shark DiCarlo. Thanks, JJ. On behalf Thanks, of the Bronx father, Tony J. Marabella, I mm -hmm. am Mr. Money on the mic, JJ, all caps, sex A. We're going to call it a night. We're out of here, and i got a special song of the night that we're going to dedicate to one A.J. Lee of the WWE after that heinous betrayal of John Cena. Heinous. Rhymes with heinous. Heinous. Good night, everybody. Yeah, we're out of here. Good night, everybody. ELO, take it away. ELO? Wow. That could only mean one thing. We're going old school. Old school is still cool here on the network. There we go. You made a fool of me. But the broken got
My daughter Sienna just came down here, guys, and like seriously, her tooth is, is like out. Like, se- like I think John Cena or was it Dolph Ziggler kicked you in the mouth and knocked your tooth out. What, were you were you empathizing with John Cena when he got out? Is that why your tooth is gone? Yeah, me and Dolph Ziggler, we're just not friends at all. Me and him got into this big physical fight, man, and and it was awful. He like knocked me in the face, and my tooth came out. Oh, you should have seen him. I Sienna, kicked his can Sienna. out. How do you feel about John Cena losing the biggest match on pay-per-view at the end of the year? You should just see what I'm going to do to Dol- Dolph Ziggler. You just just see. Wait, wait. I know. You're going to rip his face off, right? Uh, yeah. That plus just a little bit more. Uh, I might rip something else off, too. All right. Tell them good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>